Jersey. Like the laws are not, but I get where she's coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she just had that home invasion thing a couple years ago. Yeah, of course. So, it's totally so she kind of needs to be. She kind of needs to be armed. And and I read that like a valet saw the gun in her car and called the police. So it's not like she was like flashing it around or anything. Yeah, but he went in her oh. glove box. Is is there a thing where like valet people? Oh yeah, I've never been a valet. Shit? I don't know. Is that illegal? I would assume there has to be some type of protocol where you're not supposed to go through someone's shit, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I would assume. Oh, but hopefully, this gray area allows it to get thrown out. You know. Yeah, yeah. but I yeah, mean, that, you know. he said it was unregistered, so like illegal is illegal, like regardless of her situation. Unregistered. In Jersey, yeah. In Jersey, yeah. yeah. It was, so it does that mean that if she's literally traveling traveling from state to state, that she has to register the gun in every state that she's going to be in? That's a good question. That's a very good legal. Like if somebody's job requires them to travel a lot, shouldn't they get like shouldn't they have some sort of like traveler? Can't they just do like a national register? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I Especially think that should be being, a thing. Because if the red, if the gun is registered wherever she lives. I mean, that should help her because her job requires her to travel so much. Exactly. Where There's got to be something for her. She's like in that, pers- you know, state within 24 hours. Yeah, there, there, sh- there should be like, kind of like when you take prescription, you know, medication across state lines or different countries. Is that like, illegal like, too? I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't think so. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you have um, a prescription, Right. There is definitely there's some regulations for international travel because I, uh, yeah, I, I just see that. I know for international travel because this uh this uh relates uh, uh I think my girlfriend was traveling overseas so there's definitely something for international travel. I think for I think for traveling uh like just within the country as long as it's like within you know so if it's like some sort of like prescription like like something if it's a prescription liquid medication for example it still has to fulfill the tsa requirements okay 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 so there's still that the the ounces when it comes to tsa stuff if it's like medication like like pills and all um i believe as long as you like i guess tsa could ask about it and you could just say well it's prescribed and you know, maybe keep the uh, maybe I think like it should be a labeled bottle. I think that's also another that's, thing too. Like if you just have yeah, like a random right. prescription, well, you. But if it's an unlabeled bottle, then you need the doctor info or whatever. So I think it's something like that where you you, you it could get pulled out of a TSA uh, uh thing. Like if they see something, they could ask, and you just have to present your doctor's info. So it really, is case by case, you know. Yeah, and I I feel yeah. like domestically like. If they're like you said, if it's a bottle, they could just look at it and go, okay, whatever. They're not going to care, right? Unless no. for some reason there's a red flag because those people are looking for weapons anyway. Exactly. But weapons, like, that's what's interesting is like she she knows she's traveling, like she's going to be in different states every, yeah, every week. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like, you know, um, maybe there's a if there's a way to lock the tr- the the car. I don't know. You know, like if she had the gun in like a lockbox in the trunk or something. But then again, right. it's not handy if she gets in trouble, and I'm sure she's super scared. Yeah, but it's a it's a really shitty situation. It is a shitty. Yeah, I agree. but hopefully, hopefully, she can kind of get out of all that. And like Pratik said, maybe it opens the door. Maybe it's like okay, like for survivors of you know stalking and 
home and literal home invasions, literal like, home invasion. You know, like literally, there should you know there should maybe be some some kind of different protocols for for those types of you know victims and survivors because it's come on, let's be real. But the law's the law, right? Yeah, she broke the law. The law also, damn she it. Is a victim of brother, and then she gets released the next day. No, no, no. But she got arrested no. in February, so it wasn't even today. You know, so yeah. it's already been done. And has she been on TV since? Has she been? Was she on SmackDown this last week? Yeah, that's a good question. I think she was. I think she just got engaged. I don't know if she's like on TV. Or yeah, I thought I saw something. She just got engaged. She was, she was going to have time off anyways. You know, okay, now. cool. Congratulations. They just Congratulations. give her forever. They just give her forever off. Uh, she, like you know what? Cool take guy. some time off and don't even come back. <laughs> take 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 an extra two weeks for your honeymoon, and then add another <laughs> year on top of that. Take a year long honeymoon. Take as long Man. as Charlotte did. Charlotte took a nice long honeymoon. Andrade was Ooh. back uh, working, and she was still on her honeymoon. Yeah, she oh, was yeah. <laughs> for like an extra month. <laughs> oh, there was a great promo with uh, uh, with uh, Dominic and Charlotte, and she goes, "I have my own Latino man at home." Oh <laughs> yeah, it's not that. I'm not one to give Charlotte a lot of credit, but like there was this promo that she cut, uh, like la- I think it was last week on SmackDown, where she was like, you know, last time we had a match at WrestleMania, I didn't put you in your place, like you said. I taught you a lesson, but this time, this time I'm gonna put you in your place. And like the way she said it, I just really like was like that's badass, like hell yeah. She's gotten way better with promos in the last few years. I hundred yeah. percent, you know. She obviously had the athletic down, but you know, the one thing with her was promos and. She's getting way better. I really, uh, I'm really impressed, you know. Um, and I like this matchup actually. I know I, I think a lot of people were pushing for Bianca and Rhea, but maybe, maybe save that for another time. Keep them separated. And I think yeah. this is a good way to do it, you know. Um, I do feel like probably Rhea's going to win. I think we're going to, we're going to see some sort of double turn. Maybe Charlotte becomes face or Charlotte becomes healed. Rhea becomes face, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think they could do some cool things with it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. But well, Rhea gets a great pop, even even though she's a heel. That's what I find interesting. Like she's she's yeah. getting like face reactions in this in this in this matchup. If you think about you know, it, so, she's so the most annoying in- group in the world. <laughs> They're booking her super strong. They're making her definitely like a, the focal point, you know. In that tag match, you know, just recently at the chamber, like she was just you know the star. They're 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 pushing her, so I I could see a win looming, you know. Yeah, but also they like to they like to build them up so they can break them down too. That too. You think they're gonna win? Yeah. And they just pull the rug out from under you. <laughs> you you think they're gonna win in their hometown, and then no, you can never win. You never win. Poor heart. You can in so AEW. You can in AEW. And speaking of that, welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam hey. Medina. And I am alongside comedian Pratik Srivastava. Uh, what's up, world? Uh, happy wrestling. Happy week. Uh, uh, hope you're excited for uh, a busy weekend. Hell yeah, I am. I definitely am. And we're also alongside from the band leveled Xavier Vacuna. Yeah. Jun, 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 jun. World. Oh, yes. A theme Welcome. song this week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming. It's, coming. it's coming it's coming we're working on it happy revolution week uh fight night ufc has an incredible card on saturday too so if we have any mma fans out there 
that is going to be delicious. And yeah, Revolution Weekend, it's a, it's a good time to be alive. Grill some some food, whatever you like to grill and drink some beers, man. Hell yeah. Hey, beers, I have a question for you guys. Uh, speaking of other things besides wrestling, did Jake Paul lose? He did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Sucker. <laughs> good. <laughs> I mean, yes. if you're fighting, I think somebody was talking about it. it's like Tommy Fury. I believe he's uh, Tyson Fury's. Speaking about bringing back to wrestling, Tyson Fury. Uh, you know, his son was big fan of wrestling. Tyson got to be involved in a few matches. Or wait, I what's believe. their relationship? Is Tommy Tyson's son? You no, know, a younger younger brother. Excuse me. But okay, uh, okay. I know. The, I know Tyson got involved. I believe it was Braun Strowman, one of the Saudi Arabia pay-per-views i believe Tyson yeah. yeah and then uh, also uh he uh he knocked out uh austin theory at uh clash of the castle i think or something he like did that. yes he was invo- he was like sort of a special guest at the clash of the castle uh uh pay-per-view pre- and prevented a money in the bank cash and good old good old tyson uh, uh, <laughs> uh i want to yeah, do the fury brothers versus the paul brothers I, I would yeah. love book it, book book it, Triple H. WrestleMania, <laughs> let's do it. The they'll do it. They'll do it balls. in Saudi, dude. Uncle it probably Saudi. would be in Saudi, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I could see that happening. I believe Seth. I was expect as soon as I found out he lost, I'm like, oh, they're probably going to reference this on Monday, and they did. They referenced. I think Seth made a. Little That's why I there. asked because of Seth referenced it. Yeah, he said something. He didn't like say it, but he like alluded to it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he made a. And it got a good little reaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. That was so that was so bad. That little Miz TV where he beat up the Miz and took his phone and FaceTime Logan Paul. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I, oh I, my god. I thought it was it, it serves a purpose of, of he's not there and you need to do I'd rather do something like that, video call him than he's gonna appear on satellite for a message because we've seen that time and time again. I, I, yeah. uh, at least it was something a little different. And then we that's found true. out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit Xavier, different. If you get a sorry, particular Xavier, if you get a chance, go back and watch it. It's it's kind of neat because the camera because Seth has the phone in his hand and he's like sitting down. It's Miss TV, right? So there's chairs. He's sitting down and the camera is literally over his shoulder uh, as he's like. So the camera is like he's... on on Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. It's a good That's little so visual. Good. Yeah, different I'll angle. Yeah. That's cool. I'll definitely check it out. And we uh we also learned Miz is hosting WrestleMania. That's the other uh Oh yeah, that's right. Miz is the host. Oh, that. Yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed in that. I mean, I know Miz is like the, you know, the A-list or whatever, but like I feel like it's it's Hollywood. They should get like a big celebrity to host it. Hell yeah. Like I don't even alone. Who's to say a celebrity won't show up and beat up the Miz? You know. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. That'd be cool. I'm with There's you. There's a way to give him something on the card without having him job out again because he's jobbed out a few years now on, on in a big few big matches lately. He's been jobbing out to everybody. This is a way to you know he can take a punch or whatever, whatever he needs to from the celebrity face or whatever, and still have something to do on the show. And he definitely deserves something on the show because he's he's been a workhorse, you know, the last four or five years for the company. Yeah, maybe he'll have a good segment. Maybe like Snoop Dogg will punk him out or something. Oh, that'd be yeah, fun. yeah. You know, because Snoop will be there. That'd be so. fun. Yeah, Snoop and his cousin who won't be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was thinking like about CEO now or something. I don't know what she's uh, doing now. I was thinking about The Rock <laughs> and WrestleMania. 
do you guys this is what i think might would be cool is if the rock maybe came out like at the end after roman lost because they don't need a title and he like did something to roman then and they almost have like a year feud like he did with john cena i think that'd be pretty neat him him and roman just kind of like little cameos for the next year just talking smack about each other what was funny is i kept thinking this exact scenario either at Royal Rumble this year. I thought that was going to happen that Roman would win against Owens and mm. Rock will show. I also thought that last year after Roman beat Lesnar. Yeah, I did too, him. actually. Because it would have been perfect to build it up to Hollywood. Yeah. Um, do I think Rock will make some sort of appearance? Probably. I mean, selfishly, since I'm going, I would like to hear the music. I would like to see him, but, yeah. you know. But then part of me fears that if Rock shows up at the end, does that mean that Cody loses? And that, like, that's how you keep. Oh well, you want to leave the fans on a happy ending, so then Rock comes out and does it. Now I'm just like, oh, you're right though, because if Cody wins, the show has to end with confetti. Cody, yeah, it's gonna end with a happy Better ending. The blue. only reason it makes sense for Rock to show up is if it's a bad ending. So you're it's right. Like, ah. Yeah, no, I didn't think about that. The Rock should come out and challenge the loser before the match. Like I challenge the loser, <laughs> like Bray Wyatt, <laughs> preemptively yeah. challenge. I challenge the loser. Ugh. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, somebody wrote an article that uh, I think if Roman makes it to SummerSlam with the title, it'll be thousand days. So now there's a lot of oh, he's gonna keep the title at Mania. He's gonna he's gonna keep going, and I'm just like, no, it's we're ready for. Between Sammy and uh, and uh, and Cody, it's like, man, someone can someone just take it off? I, th- I think WrestleMania is the culmination of a, of a title change. I think we need it. It's been two years, the two manias. Like, come on. I saw somebody on Twitter say, if you told me a year and a half ago the guy to dethrone Roman was an AEW, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty funny. But yeah, I agree. I mean, it's time. And WrestleMania is the perfect time. And it's just, it's time. Because I feel like Roman's run his course. I would love to see him surpass whatever records. Yeah, absolutely. But we're gonna already going to get that with Gunther anyway. We don't Probably. Need to, plus, we just had the Usos do it. Like, we don't need every every person, like, breaking records right in the same year. Right. You know? <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, Gunther. Um you guys, Gunther is 200 days, well, like probably like 180 days now, 200 days away from the Hockey Talk Man's reign of longest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Honky Talk Man. Who's <laughs> the longest reigning champion? Honky Tonk. Like, that just doesn't sound right. Like, no. It's so. just a gimmick, too. I have like very, like, Elvis sporadic memories of uh, Honky Tonk Man, but it was always, like, the action figure I didn't want to play with, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like if it was a match of his, like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't, you know, there's this Elvis movie, I'm surprised there was no return, like, like someone tries to shoehorn in, you know, Honky Tonk Man, I mean, Honky there's an Elvis movie that's doing very well, so I'm surprised there was no... Uh, yeah, I mean, for nobody, song. you're right. Um, and also, isn't he like Jerry Lawler's cousin or something? Yeah, they are. They're cousins. Yeah. They're co- they're and they were having this weird feud on the internet like 10 years ago for publicity. Oh, you guys God. remember this? Maybe some kind of internet I don't remember that. It was terrible. Like, working. I believe you, but I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> like, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Lawler doing things for attention? Shocking. Hell yeah. Working, working the world. Um, 
Wait, I had a news thing I wanted to talk about, but I forgot it. AEW uh, trademarked QTV. That's weird. QT Marshall? <laughs> yeah, see, man. Yeah, the one with the V at the end. So maybe he has like a little hidden camera. Oh, oh, that'd be funny. QTV, like QT Marshall has like a TV gimmick. Like, like, or is a, that his uh, like segment? Is that like his promo? Like, like, like right, 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 right. His or Miz TV, um, like Miz yeah, TV. Like yeah, I don't know if I need that, but I guess we'll see. What was the one on on that WWE had in like two thousand one? GTV. GTV. Yeah. So check this out. I uh, so the rumor was that even Vince Russo has said that that was supposed to be Tom Green. Because it was just before Tom Green got his show on MTV when he was still doing it in Canada on the Small Time Network. And yeah, Vince yeah. Russo saw him and he told Vince, we have to do this. And apparently at the last minute, Vince like pulled the plug on it, right? And so they were going to make a gold dust or something, but then it just never Yeah, there were, two, there were two rumors, right? One was Tom Green and Vince didn't like it or some, yeah. something where he didn't like one of the videos. And then the other one was going to be Gold Dust, and then they started airing GTV, and like, well, this is going to lead to Gold Dust. But then I it think Gold Dust really, never released. did anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I so, think Gold Dust got released. That's why he they couldn't. You know, oh yeah, you're probably right. So like maybe like 2012, 2013, like maybe around that time frame, whatever, when yeah. Twitter was like super popular. I tweeted Tom Green, and I asked him if he was like if he knew anything about this and. He had some really silly answer, but basically he didn't. He said he had no idea uh, that even existed. Yeah, I have to go back and find that. I wonder if I can find that. If I, if hey, I Tom Green, he tweeted. He tweeted, he tweeted me back. Nice. That's fucking cool. Yeah, fucking Tom Green. Tom Green. I mean, clearly parallel. The the fan base is pretty parallel between you know just fourteen. That's what boys. Vince Russo was thinking. Yeah, and at you that know? point in time, especially but... at that point in time, because WWE was Crash TV. Just like what Tom Green was doing. He was doing Crash TV mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And he was super over in like 98, 99, 97. Yeah. Like that. And this was like, right before, like right before he blew up. Yeah. Right. Also pre Jackass too, if you think about it. Yeah. I, sure. feel like, I feel like Tom sure. Green inspired Jackass. Yeah. To a degree. He was kind of jackassy, but like instead of, instead of pain, he was doing like embarrassment. Yeah. More embarrassment, less, um, and right. less nothing physical, himself. more mental, like. I loved it though. I loved it. The very first skit where he's on the bus and the guy's got the camera and Tom Green's like, Leave me alone. Stop following me. (laughs) I love that. Pissing off his parents. Yeah. Total precursor to Jackass if you really think about it. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with that. All right, you guys. We have a pay per view coming up this weekend Revolution. I'm pretty excited about that. Revolution. Before we get into uh, Revolution, though, uh, let's go over Dynamite because we're pretty fresh off Dynamite. And I'm pretty excited about it. Live from the Cow Palace in San Francisco, California. The legendary uh, Cow Palace. Historic. City, Daily City, California. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I I, uh, I like the Cow Palace. Um, it's legendary. I've been to so many wrestling shows at the Cow Palace. One of my favorites was No Way Out when Eddie Guerrero won the title. Yep. Louis Lesnar. Yep. Nice. Hell yeah. Good times. So AEW in San Francisco, which is pretty cool. Uh, We started off with the All Elite Championship as Big Bill 
took on oh, all, all Atlantic. Wait, what did I say? All elite championship. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The all That's the trios, I think. Yeah, they're just all elite. It's a, it's a belt created, or what does Jim Cornette call it? He, the trampoline kids create a belt so their friends could play with it. <laughs> the trampoline kids could have a fake belt to play with their friends. Wow. Uh, he says something too, something backyard or something. <laughs> oh my backyard goodness. boys or something. I don't know. He hates AEW oh, so much. Hardly boy. I don't listen, hardly to, boy. I don't listen boy. to Jim Cornette anymore, but he I'm sure he hates AEW so much. Dude, believe it or not, like I I admit I love Jim Cornette and his podcast. And lately he's he's been like, Man, I hate to admit it, but it was good, you know, like Yeah, the, some of the stuff with Brian, like he he's pro, you know, MJF segments. Uh, the the last few Brian matches leading up to this, you know, like the the what was it, the, the the trials of Daniel Bryan that he had to complete. Uh, I think he liked all, all those matches, you know. Anything with uh, any promo segment, Punk, any promo segment, maybe not maybe not the Moxley bleeding, but uh, <laughs> I think there were Moxley promos that he liked. Um, well, he's he's, Cornette, he's 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 liked a few things. I mean, he's, he's, he's old not been school, you know, he likes storytelling and AW like storytelling. AEW is less storytelling and more like wrestling, more just more action. You know, it's more of a sport. I thought today was a, today's Dynamite was a very good go home show, very good storytelling, very good promo segments. I thought today was a good balance of wrestling and yeah. hey, we're going to move this story forward. We're going to move this match forward. You know, I agree. I do agree with that. Yep. All right. So all Atlantic Championship, uh, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Defeated Big Bill uh, with an orange punch off the top. I think it was a third orange punch. I mean, it was a cool match. Orange Cassidy is he's really, really popular. Uh, I'm getting a little stale on him, but everybody seems to like him. So, you know, it was it was cool for what it was. Yeah, I uh, I, I thought Dan Housen's appearance was great to kind of be the, the foil to Stokely. Um, you know, a good, good opening match. You know, you don't need to do – you don't need to pull out the kitchen sink for this match. Just, you know – Hard hitting. Um, I really like the counters. You know, when, when Big Bill was trying to choke slam him, you know, uh, the Orange had a couple good ca- counters. Uh, I really like the Orange Punch. I know it's somewhat like a Superman punch, but I like I like the stiffness. <laughs> it's exactly like a Superman punch. Except a little <laughs> a little weaker. <laughs> a little... <laughs> no charge. But it, yeah, less less of a charge, but you know, um, you know, good 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 striking ability. Uh, the only thing that kind of took me out of the match, I'm like, okay, this clearly wasn't like a hardcore match or anything. It was standard match. So the fact that he went through a table and I'm like the suspended belief of the, oh, you're saying that wasn't a 10 count. You don't think that would have reached a 10 count, but they went to commercial. That that kind of took me out of it. Like you could have just made it like, hey, no DQ or no count outs or something. We just add one little step. When you're, tr- when you're trying to go for realism and have rankings and all this stuff, like, Right. It, that just took me out of it a little bit. I'm like, you're doing this big table spot, and it's a regular. You could just said, "Hey, no count outs in this match." Right. Like that's all. Like just one yeah, line. Yeah, it makes so more that, sense. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but these these slow ten counts that I've been seeing. I think even at Royal Rumble, I yelled something during the main event. I'm like, it's already been ten. Like, come on, like, like <laughs> try a little. Or just call it a no 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 count out. It's very simple. Like, no, they already do. 
they already like add the time limit to AEW ads, like a 20 minute match or remaining TV time. Like you add all this announcer jargon. You could just say, and no count outs in this match or, or match will get restarted if there's a count out or something like that. Like just, it's so simple, but you know, um, yeah, I mean, good, good opener match. Uh, it, it had the feel actually of like, and like I could have seen this match, like kick off the pay-per-view or something. Like it had that kind of, you know, David and Goliath story to it. Yeah. Um, I part of part of me wants to get the belt the, this Atlantic title off Orange Cassidy just because I would like there to be a another Pac or someone who will travel. It's it's an Atlantic title. Can can we travel with that title, please? I would like to see that belt defended in more yes. companies, please. You know. That that's that's yeah, that's my one big annoyance with Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Orange Cassidy for sure, it's you know, he's definitely over and for me personally, it's like having like delicious ice cream, like over and over again, you know, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready to take like a little break from the orange sherbet, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And like, I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll take the cookie dough for a few weeks or months, you know? So we'll see, but it would be cool to, to have like a fighting champion, but as far as a traveling, right? Like internationally traveling fighting champion, but they gave him time. It was, I looked at the clock, it was like eight fifteen, and they were still going. I was like, geez, like they, you know, I like when the first 20 minutes are just bam, 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 like nonstop action. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good way to, good way to pop it off and open. Yeah. That's one thing that AEW definitely does well is they usually start off with a match. For sure. Yeah. And that gets you off to a good start, especially if they pick, like, this was a really fun, like, uh, David Goliath. I really like that, that terminology for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill looks great, too. Super great ripped. Look. He does. Uh, He's come a long way since the days of Big Cass. Mm-hmm. yeah good for him man he's he's and it's know. a good redemption story too for him because you know i really you know i was reading about his struggles and we're happy to see that he's doing well uh, i actually got to see him personally at the he he, he appeared on a uh, ryan nemitz comedy show he got to do a little stand-up actually uh, so you yeah, know everybody, everybody's talking about tom brady's stand-up <laughs> debut i'm excited for big bill's stand-up debut it was actually it was actually pretty good and i got to tell him i didn't talked to him like for months but i said hey man it's really good to see you back on tv at AEW, and i think he really he appreciated it. you know the guys guys had you know had some hard times and he's come back from and he looks like a monster now like i i really you know um it was one of those things like he took the loss but i don't think it did anything for his equity like he's still you know a killer you know i'm sure he's gonna do great things in AEW, and i can't wait to see what else they do with him yeah usually when people say that they hit rock bottom that's their time of impact Absolutely. You got to hit the bottom. Man. <laughs> like, uh, he's had so many struggles, man. Remember those months he was an impact? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Poor Pun guy. intended. Now I remember. Yeah. W. Morrissey. Yeah, dude. Right. He wasn't big. That's an AEW moniker. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a big. I hate the name Big Bill, though. Yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. He needs to get taken out with a big credit card. <laughs> he needs to get paid with a big credit card. Uh, big, big balance. <laughs> big balance. That's a cool name. <laughs> the next, the next segment we uh, we talked about what happened last week between John Moxley and Evil Udo and the big brawl between the the Combat Club and the Dark Order, and then we go to John Moxley in the back, just cutting this promo, just dripping blood. They panned down at one point, and there were just drops and drops of blood at his feet. Oh yeah, uh, it was a good promo. You know, it was just uh, John. I mean. I know it was from last week. I know he was already bleeding last week, 
but it's just every week this guy has to be bleeding, bleeding again. <laughs> and Renee is there. His wife is now working there. I'm like, what is her reaction to all, all this? Like, John, you have to bleed every week, but it's it's sad because this actually was a promo segment that needed like it the blood worked perfectly for today's promo it, it segment. It did. It did. Yeah. But the problem is he's been doing it so much that we're kind of now we're sick. Like the one time I want you know cookie dough, I can't have it because I've been having it for five weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like that. Like literally the way. And also I got to give you know the camera work's been getting way better at AEW because I like the way it did a slow pan down. For the drips, like kudos to whoever's. I feel like there's been some change in production, or maybe just everybody's getting better. Maybe people are getting the reps in. Maybe Tony's getting some different people in. But whatever it is, I really like this promo segment. I kind of like the hey, this was a post-fight promo segment from last week. Now here you go. Like it's kind of like a like a little epilogue for last week or something. Like I like I like the way they're doing that. It's different, you know. And you have someone who's been on TV. I can see why maybe they're not doing that with everybody on the roster because some of them don't have the TV reps. But when you have someone like Moxley who knows, you know, how to play to the camera, how to play to the crowd, how to make you feel, like it got me. I'll be honest, I w- I got a little more excited for this match. You know, like I'm like, yeah. oh, somebody, somebody's gonna they're they're gonna throw everything at each other on Sunday. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be nuts. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. Not that I wasn't excited for this match, but this promo got me amped for this match. Hell yeah. Yeah, I agree. I got hyped too. And and I think you're right about the camera work. The production seems to definitely be like ramped up. I don't know if that's, you know, uh Mike Mansuri, you know, getting his fingerprints on there, but it, it's definitely a, a huge step up from camera angles in the matches and yeah, just production overall. It it just feels a lot more polished which is good and bad, right? Like it's a double-edged sword, but I feel like for where the company is now, like I'm an old schooler. I like the tunnels. I like the black and gold. Um, but, you know, it, we're talking mainstream television. You know, you have to keep up. And if they're trying to compete with the big, you know, the big boys, right? No pun intended. Um, you know, you have to look the part. So it's definitely, it's definitely stepped up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I never thought of it like that either. I do agree with you, Pratik. Like they did this segment in this in the staircase, which is kind of really a different setting. And then later on in the show, Hangman did a promo like under an overpass, which is also right. like a different kind of setting. So it is really like they are kind of thinking a little more outside the box lately with with Dynamite. Yep. Uh, this was a really cool segment. Uh, the elite music plays, and the elite comes out. You can see their silhouettes. They do a little posing, and then the lights go out, and the lights come back on. And the House of Black is all standing behind them. All you see is silhouettes. Again, silhouettes. And the lights go back out again. And they come back on again. And the House of Black is holding the championships. And the Elite is laid out. That was such a cool little segment. So cool. So cool. Short and sweet. Yeah. Get in, get out. I feel like... um, I feel like... Keep that storyline going. It makes me wonder, like, fuck, are the House of Black gonna lose on, on Sunday? Because like they got this big oh, yeah, stronghold now, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, good for the elite for taking it. It looked it looked great, and I like that you didn't even really see them get laid out. Like that's the mystery, that's the mystique. Like leave you wanting more, you know. So it'll it'll be an interesting match on Sunday. I'm like, and again, you can't really do this on like a week. You know, if you're coming into town for just this little tiny segment, it doesn't make sense. But here, they're here all week because the pay per views there this week so it kind of makes sense to do these type of little short quick things on a multi you know multi-day you know affair when you're in town so perfect perfect yeah. segment to keep 
keep the viewers excited, keep me excited. And, you know, again, House of Black looks great with the masks and all. Like, you know, I know some people were making fun of their masks beforehand, but I don't know. I like the look of the antlers and the way they use them when they use them. So, so good job. Again, good job production, you know. Yeah, yeah. Kudos. I love it. Julia Hart, scary as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you she's know. come a long way since her debut. Oh my gosh! Total three sixty. Yeah, she's been having good, great learning trees to uh, kind of hang out under. You know, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's gonna that match. I'm super, super stoked about. And yeah, you get them on TV for thirty seconds, and it's just enough to kind of wet our palate. Like, oh shit! Like, it's gonna be a good match. Yeah, definitely. I kind of wish they would have justified a little bit more by like. Oh, the elite wasn't come out for a promo, but I guess that's not going to happen now, or or something. Just because it just felt like, why were they coming out anyway? You know, like I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you could cool, have had though. like Shivani or something be like, "All right, uh, uh, we're going to hear from the elite uh, coming up," and then they just don't show up. Yeah, <laughs> it was, but the, the to be like, was, "I guess they didn't know." This didn't the show up. was really Sorry. cool visually, though. It was really neat. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the lights go out. You just what's gonna happen? And then there's just behind them the silhouettes. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up, I'm a little bit sad about this. Uh, the Revolution Ladder Match, the face of the Revolution Ladder Match, for the first time ever, uh, this match got the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal treatment. Ooh, that's a great TV way of describing show. it, though. Yep. Come on, what a slap! Put it on the pay per view, you guys. Put it on the pay per view. And this was doing? a really, this was a really fun match. We had. Who do we have? We had Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, Sammy Guevara, Powerhouse Hobbs, Action Andrade, A.R. Fox, Takashita, and the AEW debut of Commander. Do you guys know about Commander? I've seen GIFs. I've seen him on on GCW, and I think he was on a New Japan show recently. I was going to say, I've heard his name. I think, was was he on the Battle of the Valley? I think he was in that opening eight-man tag in Battle of the Valley. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because he's like a, a local guy, I think, around California. And so oh, he's in all the, uh, so he's in all the California guy. shows, yeah. But he is, cool. he is so dope. He, like, walks the ropes and then jumps off the off the turnbuckle. Like, yeah, those those tightrope spots were, you know, not, like, organic. They looked great. It didn't feel like a – to quote Jim Cornette, it wasn't trampoline games. It, it felt <laughs> And he's little. He's so little. But, like, he yeah. picks out all the guys by himself. And he's spry yeah. too, like move, like just yeah. move. Like his Phoenix uh, run for his money, honestly. Yeah. Like I, I see shades of Phoenix, but just like a younger, crisper, fresher, faster. That's a really good word to use, crisper. Like those we've seen dives onto piles of people before, but that was wow, so crisp. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Even that shooting star and just the setup for it, like wow. Yeah, I was I was definitely blown away. So yeah, it was a good match. I'm upset. Should have been hometown, on the pay-per-view. Hometown hero, powerhouse Hobbs got the win. Uh, he came up in APW, which is right down the road in Hayward. Oh, wow. Shout out to APW, powerhouse Hobbs. That's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, he, um, yeah, he was getting a great reaction from the crowd the whole time. You're like, you're like, he has to win. He has to. Like, it's, I think, yeah, if only, you know, it just, it, I remember like I, w- I was watching, I'm like, I'm glad I got to see it, you know, without the on-demand because in the on-demand cuts out the commercial break. And you actually oh, got to yeah. see them in action in that commercial breaks. So if anything, it oh, was just, it just picture and picture. For the picture and picture commercial yeah. breaks helped. They uh, do that so much in wrestling now. It's so weird. 
it's it's kind of annoying. Uh, yeah. I mean, still the greatest picture in picture we all know is is Chris Jericho getting sliced by Paige uh, <laughs> Wally, Wally Domino's commercial is in the picture in picture. That's still the greatest. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, but yeah, yeah I, if anything, just you know, it, the match was on TV, so it got it, it did feel a little like the, I like I like when the action starts quick. So I'm glad that they. Did, it didn't feel too rushed. I mean, yeah, it just, you know, probably could have had a couple more minutes if, you know, it was on a pay-per-view or something. But I do like the way it started. They they were like, okay, we're going to have a little less time because it's on TV. And they just, you know, all no the different feuds just kind of start. All the people who were feuding with each other, they just went to town on each other. So they, they, they actually paced it very well. But, yeah, it probably could have used a few more minutes if it was on a pay-per-view. That's my only gripe with it. But good pacing for the parameters it was uh, it was forced to work with. Yeah, it was. It was, and it was just. It just felt a little less special because it wasn't on the actual show. Of course, yeah. It's it's called the face of the. It's the namesake of paper. Ew. Um, it's fucked up. And I will yeah. never stop loving that brass ring donut thing that they have to pull down. I will. Ne- I hope that always. They better never like change that. Don't change it's, that ever. It's so silly. I was looking at it literally on. Like on the TV, and I was like, I can't believe they're still doing the brass ring thing. Like, it, you know, it's like it's, it's very silly. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, like I get the joke, but it's I don't see it going anywhere, Pratik. So you might get your wish. <laughs> you know, so what do you That's call right. that thing last time? A sonic ring or something? Like, sonic, hey, yeah, yeah. A sonic ring. I, I yeah. called it a donut. I was like, it's yeah. like a glazed donut. Like, it does look like a sonic <laughs> ring though. <sighs> but it's like, it's like a sonic bonus level. You know, you have to collect the ring. Yeah. <laughs> The supercharge, no, but the uh, the blue thunder bomb from Takeshita. Oh, Jeez. oh, that was on the commander, yeah, yeah, that was on the commander, yeah. I had to retweet yeah. that. He landed on Takeshita's leg. I hope he didn't get hurt. He did I saw that? And there was that other the Falcon Arrow with Andretti and Guevara that looked a little a little scary. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? Did I, I wanted to go back and watch it? I forgot about that. I feel like Andretti, uh, actually, Andretti dropped him. But I'm I don't not exactly know sure what happened because the camera wasn't really on it very well. Yeah, I'd, ha- I'd have to go back. I just recall seeing Andretti almost get like his leg caught and then fall over, which is usually, you know, wow. not a good scenario. But no, that's how you can pull something. I mean, I'm, that's how I'm you glad Andretti got were. to show his stuff off, though. He, he got he had a good like a lot of spotlight moments in the match. So yeah, he did have a good showing. AR Fox too. I'm a huge yes. AR Fox. No, I definitely, definitely the nice highlight was AR Fox for it. Yeah, I'm a He's huge a fan of Samoa Joe on commentary. You that was a great. Thing. That was a good. That was a good part. Yeah. <laughs> when um, what was it? Excalibur was like, you know, we may see a new. And Joe's like, no, just stop. No, we might be against either Joe or Wardlow. Stop saying that. <laughs> stop saying Wardlow. It's not going to be Wardlow. Shut up, Excalibur. Good to see you, Taz. I love when the heel like this is on the face commentator, but then goes straight to like Taz. Like, good to see you, Taz. Fuck off. Yeah. Or somebody trolls Shivani. Like, shut up, Shivani. Hey, Taz. You know, like. <laughs> shut up, Shivani. Hey, Taz. <laughs> shut up, Shivani. Oh, I love it. Uh, Chris Jericho uh, had a match against Pretty Peter Avalon. Don't really have much notes on that one. I don't remember how that ended. I think Jericho probably won. I, I wasn't paying attention. I apologize. I, I'm, I'm reading the summaries. It looks like Jericho won in uh, some sort of uh, final blow with the Jewish effect. Then uh, uh, the Jericho Society comes out and tries to beat down. That's when Starks comes oh. out to get rid of the Society. 
and the, and I I did oh yeah you know, back Stewart's. into the Starks beat down yeah oh yeah that's so Chris Jericho said uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society is banned from the ring on Sunday but that doesn't mean they're banned from the ring tonight ah uh, and then they started whipping his ass boom 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 Hell Ricky yeah. sold like a star. I feel I don't know, man. I, I I like Ricky Starks, but I feel like they're just giving him too much too soon. But we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I, it's super hard to put your finger on it because it's like I get the mentality of like you know, for example, putting Christian Cage with Jungle Boy, Jungle. you know, and then you're putting Jericho with Starks. Like you're you're having like the older you know generation kind of build older heels, right? Right? You know, building that that kind of younger generation up, but it's like. I don't know, dude. Do we always need that? You know what I mean? Like, not really. Or do we? You know, I'm not booking it, but I'm watching it. I'm consuming it. I'm paying for the pay-per-views. So, as a fan... I think right now it's a captivating story because of this Jericho appreciation sign, because Ricky Starks is an underdog. He also, you know, maybe he won't win. Maybe there'll be shenanigans. I mean, isn't the, the, you know, quote-unquote rumor is... There's still going to be some interference. It just won't be Jericho Appreciation Society, and Ooh. you know, there, there's, there's alleged, allegedly, it may be a, 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 a man by the name of it's Paul White. You know, <laughs> maybe he shows Ooh. up. Uh, oh, that'd be Aaron. cool. Didn't the he Jericho. just? Didn't he just? No, I don't think he did. Call Apparently, Jericho was getting filed or some some trademark right, for Jericho. Right? I think, yeah, I think there. he tried to tried to. Tried to like trademark it or something because Jericho's always fucking trademarking stuff, which is smart. Trademark your shit. Musicians yeah. come meet you. I gotta trademark your shit. Trademark your shit. I gotta trademark that shit right behind me. Yes. We gotta That's trademark what happened with uh, Billy Gunn. Like, I think like after a few years, WWE let the Yeah, WWE let it go. And, he took and then it. his wife scooped it right up, and he's like, "Yeah, that's how I own it." So yeah, good for him. So Samoa Joe owns his name, like good. Do all. Like, how much money did he pay for Billy Gunn, and now they call him Daddy Ass? <laughs> oh. It's it's funny though because when he was in TNA, like back in the day, like the early you know two thousands, whatever, when he couldn't uh, use, he was yeah. like cute Kip for a while, and then he was, uh, Kip. Then he was Kip James, and he was just like couldn't BA? get a good name. He couldn't get a good name in TNA. Or BG or something. Wasn't it like BG? Oh, Road Dog was BG. I think Road oh, Dog was BG James. Yeah. And then he was like BA something. I don't BA know. Something. Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> like everybody's like Magnum T initials. Like everybody's got an <laughs> BG James. And K Quick. Hey Quick. <laughs> Wait, no. What was, his, was his, what was his name in TNA? It was just Raw the Truth Killings. It was the, okay, the best you name go. he ever had. The okay. Truth. The truth. the truth killings yeah that's a good name so the so did the truth start the the, the truth moniker came from tna or yeah it did well i think i think he was, it was quick he always, in the attitude i think it was something he always you know had in his mind yeah the truth yeah so when he went to tna yeah he was wrong the truth killings mm. good times then, yeah he was, like, he was our truth it's weird it's weird our truth is a weird name it is K-Quick I miss K-Quick, though. I always want to get rowdy with K-Quick. K-Quick, rowdy. get rowdy. Get rowdy. K-Quick, to me, makes more sense than R-Truth, because, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing special. Oh, but when he R-Truth. was a developmental, he was K-Crush. Oh. oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. Crush with a K. Uh, the next segment, we saw Adam Page, Hangman, under, a, uh, under an overpass. 
You can tell this about <laughs> San Francisco because he did not get mugged. <laughs> <laughs> like he's via satellite or something. Under an overpass. Very attitude era for some reason. It gave me some of that, like, for some yeah. reason. I got that vibe, right? Where I was like, oh, this is pretty fucking 1999 here. Like, that seems like know? the vibe of this match, you know? Like, hey, I'm going to beat the ever loving snot out of you. Like, it's it's going it's to be more. a good match. I hope it's nobody fun. gets hurt. Ugh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I curious who needs the. Uh, I keep going back. I really can't figure out who's going to win this match. You know, it just, I, I, I feel like Moxley, you know, he's, he's so strong with the, you know, the audience and everybody's into him. Like he can take the loss. Hangman needs a bigger win, but at the same time, you know, do they do some sort of schmoz finish or does Hangman turn heel or, you know, if Moxley's going away for a while, maybe, maybe he he can take a loss on the way out or something. I don't know. So it remains to be seen. It is so true, many though, ways right? The way the, you look at it though, because it's like, who is going to win between these two guys? And it yeah. is the third match. There's really no, unless they try to do a schmoz and carry it over from double nothing. I don't know, but it's their third match. It's the rubber match, you know. How do you keep I hope, you know, what's going to happen is Hangman's going to get John Moxley in, in a full Nelson, and then John Moxley's is going to low blow him mm. and get DQ'd. It's a Texas uh, death match. matches should go, I think. <laughs> DQ in a Texas death match. Yeah. yeah. What are, what are the are are there like specific rules or is just no DQ and weapons and whatever? Blah, blah blah. Well, I think the first rule should be the match has to has to take place in Texas. <laughs> but apparently, it's not. So right. Well, he challenged him in Texas. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He did challenge him in Texas. I got a Google description. It's a wrestling match similar to the Last Man Standing match. The only difference being that you must be pinned. Then a ten count is initiated. That's weird. Okay. You get person, pinned, and then there's a ten count. So and then the you ten count, and you answer the ten count, and you get up, and the match isn't over. That's, yeah, it's yeah. Like, wow, I've never seen the match. Get like up by the count of ten. The participant loses the match. Wow, I've never That's seen. Really, that. I didn't know those were the rules. So the person is the person pinning you for a ten count, or you pin for a typical three, and then you just let them wait for ten. And then you get up, you get away for ten, you get away from them for ten. Yeah, I think you have the one, two, three, and then you let them. So it's thirteen whole seconds. You got to be on on your wow. on your shoulders. That's silly. So we'll see a few pinfalls then, at least. Yeah, I oh, think it'll be an action packed match, dude. Lots of violence and blood, and <laughs> I want my Moxley blood fix. Oh, you'll get. I think uh, oh. he should have challenged him to a San Francisco Fisherman's Wharf match or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the. Uh, what was the match Bray Wyatt had in oh, the swamp? Uh, House of... Lights out. Pitch black. No, no. Oh, no. no House, of, black. House of Horrors. Was that House what it was? With Randy the Orton? They had, the one they did in San Jose with Randy Orton? I thought he had like uh, a Yeah, that was, that was a House of Horrors, yes. Where they... yeah, that was in San Jose too, yeah. Where he no. shows up. Randy <laughs> shows up in a limo shirtless. He's just sitting in a limo <laughs> shirtless about to get out. Typical Randy Orton. He's also, oh, here's the best part. He he has like scruff and fuzz on his face for the film segments, but when he's in the arena, he shaves. So there was there's very little continuity. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even realize. A fellow that. bearded brother. I can't talk because I shave mine, but a fellow <laughs> bearded brother would pick up on that. Like, oh shit. Like, come on, Randy. Like continuity. Like, what are you doing? 
Did you guys? So did you guys watch that biography stuff they did on Sunday? Which the so Undertaker? It was Undertaker versus Mankind. Oh no, I didn't see that. I saw the, 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 the AEW rivalries, right? Yeah, the rivalries. Yeah, so they talked about the one of the things they talked about was the Boiler Room Brawl between the Undertaker and Mankind, and oh, how they filmed was... they filmed the Boiler Room part the day before, and so uh-huh. when they went to when they went to do the actual match. They just had to start it in the boiler room and then spill out, right? And then start the oh, match from there. So that's cool. Undertaker was saying that he had he got a cut and um he had a cut on his arm and the doctor's like, Hey, I need to stitch this cut up. And he goes, No, you need to leave it open so it looks the same as it did in the first part he of the so in- Wow. So he cares so same. much about that. So it doesn't yeah. look like I just walked out this door and all of a sudden my arm isn't bleeding anymore. And yeah. yeah, it's really funny. He tells, he's, talk, he's talking to somebody backstage, I think Terry Reynolds, and she's like, you know, every time you bend your arm, blood squirts out. <laughs> like, yeah. And he kept like an unstitched arm for 24 hours. For a day, yeah. Wow. Like a bleeding arm for a day. Couldn't he just like stitch it and then rip take the I guess yeah, you have to take stitches out. I don't know how easy yeah, that I don't know how the, yeah, I don't know how that works either, but uh continuity there, you know? Yeah, there it is. I mean, Undertaker's a fucking, like, he, I mean, didn't he have, like, bones, like, in his orbitals, like, his orbital bone, like, crushed, and he had, like, like, if, like, a piece of the bone could have scratched his cornea, and he's, like, driving, and luckily he didn't, like, something happen or something, like, he, like he's had, like, every injury ever, like. Wow, I don't know about this. Yeah, I didn't know about it was that. It's in the Last Ride documentary. I encourage oh, I just everyone. have to see, I just have to watch that. Got it. everybody's got to see that at least one. It, I watched it, but I, I I missed that that tidbit. I I remember he was severely hurt working the. It was either the Shawn Michaels Hell in the Cell or the Mankind Hell in the Cell. I think his ankle was oh, pretty much. Oh, yeah. that was a Mankind. That's Hell the in Mankind the Cell. one. Yep. yep. Right. They both had injuries. In fact, going into that match, they both. I just listened to the Mike Tyson interview. Mike Tyson has his podcast, and he had Undertaker on. Oh, the, what? Yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah, hot. What's his podcast with, called? Hot boxing with Mike Tyson. That's funny. That's cool. And, and yeah, like it was something where they were just like, yeah, we're both injured and we're trying to, you know, have this match surpass the original one. And they were just come, you know, they were using different like techniques. Terry Funk was also there that night. So he gave them a couple. I think Terry Funk is the one who came up with the idea to start at the top of the cage. Yeah, Terry, the- yeah, it was. And Terry Funk also recommended Mick get thrown off the cage. Yes. Why isn't um, Terry Funk working somewhere in a behind the scene? Maybe because he's a lot older now, and I'm sure he. Yeah, now he's like you know. But, I'm right. sure back in the day, you know, I'm sure he helped with ECW when he was doing all the ECW. He must have had a producer. Uh... Yeah, and I feel like I feel like he was never in one place long enough to really like work there. He was yeah, like, yeah. He was like the ultimate, yeah, he's like the ultimate journeyman. Very yeah. much so. That's a very good analogy for him. Yeah, he's a, he's a journeyman wrestler. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. For some reason, I'm laughing. I'm thinking about uh when our, like so so when Mick falls through the cage, uh, not off the cage, but the through one. That's the one that like they didn't know was going to happen. The cage was supposed to like give, but yeah. it wasn't supposed to go through. So that's like the one where like oh everybody thinks he's dead. Like Terry, if you see like Terry or someone rushes into the cage, like are you alive? Like that's the one where like he could be dead. And I guess Undertaker's trying to get heat, so he just he just like takes a chunk sanitary and his shoes fly off. And I guess the the Foley story is that he comes to from the he comes through from the concussion. He's like, Why are Terry's shoes off? Like that's his first 
Yeah, you guys should watch oh, the uh, the A and E one. It's really good. Oh, I will have to. A and E is doing. I know I said AEW, but I meant A and E. A and E is doing like there's a uh, a Jake the Snake biography that's coming out. There's a Dusty Rhodes biography that's coming out. There's yeah, a lot the of next, cool next week is next week is China. China, yeah. Ooh, so that'd be a good one. Yeah, I I hope this is better than that Vice nonsense. I don't know if anybody watched the Vice documentary that they did on China. That wasn't Dark Side. It was another production company. That oh. this documentary about like you know the final months of China and how it was, but it was very poorly put together. So I'm hoping for, uh-huh. for a good, solid um, uh, China documentary and yeah, hopefully A and E does a really good job. I really yeah. like the ones I, I like the Piper one, the Stone Cold one, the Bret Hart one. They they've had some good ones. The NWO, um, it's it's under the Legends category because there's yeah. rivalries, there's legends. Right. Um, if you guys haven't watched the NWO one, I highly recommend it. It was yeah, no, I have. It's a really good one too. That was like yeah, two weeks one. ago. I definitely oh, cried yeah. when Bischoff cried during the the story about you know walking the the fan down the aisle. Like fuck, I was like, oh, you know, um, yeah. I was gonna also mention. Uh, it just slipped my mind. Not not the A A and E stuff. It slipped my mind. It'll come back to me later. NWO biography, Eric Bischoff, you cried. Before that. All right, Sam. (laughs) All right. Anyways, hey, before we get to the next segment, I want to apologize for San Francisco for not giving the legend Christian Cage the respect that he deserves. Uh, Christian comes out. He cuts this incredible heat promo. The crowd hated him. He talked about his dad. He talked about all kinds of stuff. And then we got a little video segment from Jungle Taker. Jungle Taker did a little little video segment. And it was pretty scary, you know? Uh, Yeah, that was that. I thought it was going to be a Buried Alive match. (laughs) I was like, is this where we're going? Like, are we doing this right now? It does kind of look like that. You're right. It felt like that a little. And I'm just like, man, like, we really – this. there's a lot of attitude era. Like, a lot of fingerprints of the attitude era all over this. um, Yes. Yeah, you're right. Like, what's old is new again, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, So it's just a. It's just. It's just interesting. It's like it's a head. It's a tombstone, but it's a no. Just general no holds barred match. You already have a Texas death match on the card, so it's just like buried alive. Texas death. Buried alive. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do enough to distinct it to, to create that distinction. But right now it's just like, wait, what? Like, what's the difference? You know, so you know, yeah, maybe maybe no holds. They'll probably have more weapons in the no holds. But I mean, no, they'll probably have more in the Texas death. It, it'll be interesting. Well, I, in the I'm, Christian I'm, match, you have to be down for a ten count and then you pin them. Okay, I'm <laughs> just kidding. I made that up. <laughs> you have to be down for an entire episode of Edge and Christian's awesome <laughs> podcast, then oh. <And> you get. <laughs> Christian Cage. I'm gonna outwork everybody with, uh, with the heads. They were the best, man. When they were doing their their podcast was really good, and their WWE Network show, they were both incredible. I really, really just love Edge and Christian's personalities. There's a New York comedian, Kevin McCaffrey. He uh, he was on Letterman a few times. He actually wrote for the Edge and Christian show, and I he was at a show I was doing, and I, that's literally the first thing I asked him. He's like, man, no one really asked me about that, but uh, but yeah, they were super nice and. You know, Edge Edge has so many creative ideas. Edge is a really funny guy. I think maybe Edge will do stand up. So huh, maybe we'll get to see Edge do stand up one day. I don't know. 
I have no cool. problem with wrestlers doing stand-up. I know everybody's up in arms right now because Tom Brady might do stand-up, but I have no problem with wrestlers. Wrestlers probably have cooler stories than Tom Brady, so I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather hear those stories. Yeah. yeah I don't know I'd, rather hear, I'd rather hear wrestlers than T.I. do stand-up. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember um, Pratik, you mentioned China having a doc. I, I read that Dark Side is coming back. And China's one of the episodes. Good. So hopefully they, they do. do right. They right. do a pretty good job. They're great. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's. A they can do no wrong. Yeah. I just. Uh, yeah. And I was curious. Like, I, I figured after season three, like, oh, they've you know done most of what they can do. But I'm curious right. to see what he isn't Tammy or Sunny or something. Isn't that one of the top? Uh, I'd be lying to you. I know it's Bam Bam, Mike Awesome, China. And that's all I remember. Those are that's good though. Bam Bam. Those are going to be awesome good, dude. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm a huge Bam Bam guy, so I was like, Fuck. I love me some Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, yeah. Dude. And you don't really hear his name much anymore these days, so it'll be good to get a good retrospective on him. Um, he and he's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? I don't think so. It's a good question. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think he is though. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Topics revealed. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Abdul the Butcher, Mike Awesome. Ooh, that'll be. There's some darkness with the Abdullah one for sure. Oh, Abdullah's in there too. Damn. Yeah, I think that might. So be they're gonna talk one. to Hannibal about the whole like Hep C thing and oh, that trial. Bam Bam is not in the Hall of Fame. What a shame. That's a real, that's a real bummer. Guy headlined oh. WrestleMania the not thirteen, uh, the eleven, right with the football guy. No, yeah, with the football with the uh, the uh, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor it was twelve. Sorry. Was the Iron Man match ten? Yeah, was eleven was with Lawrence through. Taylor. Yeah, okay. That was a pretty yeah, big deal. That was a pretty big deal having Lawrence Taylor in a match. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was big. I think Should that have gone on last, do you think? Yeah, I know there was controversy that it wasn't the title. It was on the future. No, it did go last, I think, didn't it? No, no, no. Should the title have gone last? Oh. Do you no, think I that think, was I think bigger? People were there to, to watch him and turn the show off after he was done. Okay. Because, I mean, I was too young for that. I didn't really watch that one, so I'm curious. At the time, was that consider the bigger money match I, I feel like like in my time of watching wrestling the Shawn Michaels diesel match at Wrestlemania 11 was one of the most underwhelming matches title matches mm. and so I think if that had gone last it would have definitely deflated the room okay yeah yeah it was definitely a cool down match yeah a cool Another down match match. with Pamela Anderson <laughs> yep all right, big trucks going by. What's happening next? Uh, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker have a promo. Pretty fun. Yeah, they're oh, good. Britt Baker can... said, you can look, but you can't touch. Which I thought was funny. Oh, a little callback, huh? <laughs> yeah. She said it to Soraya. I get it. She said, you can look, but you can't touch. The Brit is going to be at ringside, basically, on Sunday. Is that the... Yeah, I think she was talking about tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think she was talking about tonight because Soraya was at ringside 
uh, I don't know. Maybe she was. Yeah, she probably was talking about Sunday. I don't yeah. remember. I wasn't really paying that much attention. Once Jamie Hayter starts talking, I just check out. <laughs> but Britt yeah, Brit Baker's one of the best talkers in wrestling. Yep, she can. Oh, I believe she's, she's a star. There's... Yeah, no, she's incredible. Yeah, she, she deserves is. another run at the belt. Yeah, she deserves all the runs with the belt. Uh, the next, we had the FTW Championship. Uh, we had Old Hardy versus Baby Taz. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Do you think Hook was named after the Red Hook where Taz used to live? Absolutely. I'm guessing that's that's what it is. Yeah. I'm thinking. Wow. That's not his real name, though, right? No. I don't think so. His name is Taz Jr. <laughs> his name is probably something like Timothy. Oh, it's Tyler. Same shit. Tyler? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, Tyler. I knew it was with a T. What's like the Taz family name? What's his last name? Oh man, I can't pronounce that. Yeah, it's like some weird like name. <laughs> I don't even want to pronounce it because then Taz will fucking get mad. <laughs> it's S E N. Bro, you the. It's S E N E R C H I A. Synertia? Yeah, that's the be- that's better than what I can. <laughs> that's def- yeah, you definitely want to get a wrestling in Synertia. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you going to go? Uh, it's Synertia! Oh. Synergia. It sounds like a like an energy drink. It does sound like a Japanese energy drink, but <laughs> just don't take, take the ad because it's overseas. You get that overseas ad. Dude, I love that big, like big time Japanese voice, like like the like the narrator for like New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, it's yeah. off, you know, like oh, yeah. <laughs> Kenny Omega. Oh, you know, <laughs> I fucking love that shit, dude. I love it. Yeah, I don't mind when it's Japanese commentators for New Japan and stuff. I, love oh, I only watch it with Japanese commentary. <laughs> I can't watch it with, with English commentary. It's so much better. They're so excited. Yeah, yeah. they were doing the ba- the Bay Area, the you know, the, the Battle of the Bay. Or Battle yeah. of the Valley. I always yeah. say Battle of the Bay. And uh I just can't stand uh Aiden English. I just I just can't stand him. Yeah. I'm indifferent, but it's you know not like I'm not like. I love Riccaboni. Love Riccaboni. I like Riccaboni. Yeah, Riccaboni's got. Oh my god, great energy! Can he be a regular part of AEW, please? Like, right? He's a pro, man. Well, he'll he'll be doing the ROH thing. Oh, you guys! Yeah, the series comes out. Oh yeah, March second. Where are we? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Today. Today. Oh, it's tomorrow. Yeah, March second. Did you guys read spoilers? Because I definitely did. Fuck yeah, I read the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still going to watch they, it. I'm really excited. It's on YouTube, right? It's, what's the plan with it? Like, Honor Club. To yeah, Honor Club. Yeah, they yeah they want you to sub to Honor Club, which kind of sucks. Not, no, it doesn't suck. But Are they going to put that's the other Briscoe tribute yeah. on there? Because remember they did the, 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 the one. No, that's on YouTube, I think. I think that's on YouTube. Oh, that's still on YouTube. Okay, because I really want to hear, I want to read, uh, or not hear, I want to Watch Adam Cole's promo because he gave a very heartfelt promo for for Briscoe on that. Oh, I started to see that. That was definitely some cue the waterworks. Uh, yeah, the all waterworks. Eddie Kingston it, cried. Adam Cole cried. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to turn this cry fest off. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> what is it? Cry of honor. Get this. Get this out. Here. <laughs> uh, so Hook won. Hook beat Matt Hardy with some kind of submission. The Taz mission. The Hook mission or whatever. But it's yeah. kind of, what is it called? Red, red rum, red, red rum. rum. 
Oh, does he call it that? Red Rum? I think so, yeah. Murder. With a Red Rum. Red Room is a comedy club inside of an illegal hookah lounge in Chicago. It's not Red Ooh. Room, but it's Red Rum. It's, oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I Red think Rum in his Murder first backwards. match, Murder uh, backwards. I remember watching his first match, he said something like, Taz was calling his first match. He was like, it's not the Taz mission. It's a little different. We're, call, we're calling it Red Rum. Like, like he's openly <laughs> trying to come up with something different. So, yeah. you know. But I don't see why they can't call Taz Mission. He's there. You clearly are a fan. You make reference to Taz. Tony's the biggest Taz mark. Well, WWE um, might own it. Yeah, I was going to say they might still own it. But I doubt oh, you, it. Oh, yeah. That, but maybe. Because they're doing so much with that Taz Mission name. Hold on to that. Right? Just like that Dudley Boy name they're doing so much with. They're doing uh, so much with. <laughs> Nightmare. Uh, next up, we had Tony Storm versus Rio, which ended just in, in insanity. The cops came out. Ruby Riot was there, and I don't yeah, know what was happening. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a really bad job of making it seem like Ruby Riot's like stuck in the middle. <sighs> they really are. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't find myself getting invested in it. Like I'm just like. Bruh. And then Jamie Hayter says something like, I'm going to be both those hoes at the same time or something like that. I don't know what she's <laughs> calling hoes or bitches or something. I I like Hayter, but just let, let you know, Britt do the talking. And I don't know. I feel like those, like, I don't know if you guys saw, like, the punches between, and I get it, like, maybe Soraya, like, can't really do much or doesn't want to do much, but just those punches, like, those, like, build-ups. Like, so... <clears throat> Let's go back to Omega, you know, the elite with the House of Black. 30 seconds, you're on the TV. We're not touching. Good. I'm happy. But then when it's like too much touching and it's like awkward and just not compelling whatsoever, uh, you know, and I felt like. It's the workness of the punches. You know, you're seeing too much of a. There's a yeah. phrase. I think, don't you're, they you're, use like in punch? In the class, it's uh, if you can see the Holy Ghost in between those punches, it's not, yeah. <laughs> You see too many strings. Yeah, yeah it just felt kind of flat. Like, to I feel me. bad criticizing because I can't throw a worker real punch. Right? So yeah. Hey. You know. But um, yeah. My my only I just hope that like you know Ruby So is not like the hey she's the triple threat so she takes the pin so Soraya stays strong or something. Mm. Like that. Oh I yeah, you're right. But but do we get an end of of that story? Does Ruby align herself with, you know, Dr. Britt Baker and uh, Jamie Hayter, or does she align herself with um, who? Wait, who's the who's the other choice? Tony and Soraya, the the bad oh, girls. There you go, Tony and Soraya. Okay, the girls who turn heel for no reason. Yeah, yeah. you already have a heel team. What are you doing? <laughs> it's, uh, and the spray paint. I don't know. I'm I not going like to say. It. I don't like it at all. I really don't. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I'm getting. I'm trying to be a little nice. Pratik's like, we can't, you know, I'm trying here, but. Uh. I, know. I mean, I, I, I rip it apart. I don't care. No, I feel. <laughs> Pratik's like the voice it's of reason. Especially, I think I'm disappointed because it was just like Soraya come back. Like, this was a big, like, man, like, everybody, like, when, when Paige came back at, in WWE with Absolution, uh, that pop was insane. Her return was great. We were so excited. Then within months, I think it was like not even, it wasn't a full year, but within like three fourths of the year off the shelf again. It's like, man. Yeah. So, and then this time, how you know, long did it take was, her? 
to turn heel. Like not even a few months. Like yeah. you know, and now was it's just her decision? Was this a Tony? I'm curious. It's I I, I just, honestly think it was because of the new show, so they could get Brit over as a babyface. Like they're like, uh, we need Brit's gonna be on this show. Let's just babyface her real quick. What's the quickest way to what's the quickest way to do it? And they just had way. Soraya, they just flipped them, yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It just does nothing for me. I agree. I don't like, like it. I don't like Britt as a baby face. I don't like Soraya as a heel. I don't like Tony as a heel. Like Tony's not mean, you know. Uh, and, and I feel like it does it does it bring her stock down? You know, putting her with Soraya and and in these like awkward, you know, like just weird exactly. situations where it's like, like you, I don't know. Like, are you NWOing me? Like with the spray paint? Like I just don't know where we're going. I don't know. Like I just don't get it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then. uh they had uh, who was it? Who's the third girl that was in there with them for a little while? Um, she was the one who was turning heel. Sheeta, Sheeta. Oh, Sheeta. Remember they were with Sheeta and like they would do this thing where where Saray and Tony were kind of being buddy buddy, and Sheeta was like getting kind of annoyed about it. That yeah, never yeah. went anywhere. That never went anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's I don't a mess. Know where Sheeta is now. Yeah. Anyway, what it's happened? a mess. Oh, uh, side note, Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes are called Naturally Limitless. Wow. (laughs) I do want to say, though, I'm looking forward to the women's match. I know I'm shitting on on the whole build and, you know, whatever, but I feel like, you know, I love Jamie Hayter. So I feel like three-way will be compelling. Part of me feels like it will be like maybe the build is the flaw and we just get a great match out. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think the match will be good, but the build is pretty bad. I feel like it'll is be it, good. In is it Tony off. or is it Soraya in the match? Soraya. Wow. So Soraya, Ruby, and and Hater, and that way you protect Soraya a little bit too, like with a triple threat. You know, she can roll out of the ring and yeah, take a little breather. We'll rest her neck a little bit. So, yeah. A lot of outside interference in this match. It seems like. Yeah, I feel like there'll be a lot. Running for Mercedes Monet. Oh, ooh! Imagine if she shows up. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, but you guys see, uh, speaking of Mercedes, did you guys see the pictures of her with the title at the Mandalorian premiere? Yes. That so was pretty sick. cool. That was pretty cool. So fucking cool. I showed I my wife, like... I was like, Kyrie can't do this. No. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it's a good investment. I believe it's paying off in dividends. Uh, yeah, it's it, already paying it, off. Yeah. It puts New Japan in such a different spotlight. Like, Come on, your champions and wrestling too. I mean, how many how many wrestlers show up with the title to a red carpet premiere? You don't see it a ton. Yeah, I you're feel really, like it's right. a nineteen nineties right. move. Like I don't think I've it's seen not, it. It really does. We're, no, we're, we're getting like back to the golden era in that where wrestling meets mainstream. You know, I mean, again, she's a wrestler. She's on Mandalorian, a very popular show. So good for her. Star Wars, Disney. That's some big, big time shit. She's great. She's having the year of her life, man. I I feel like. You know, she doesn't do is... WWE. She's got Disney money. Nah, she's dude. She's set. She's doing her thing. She's probably having the time of her life. She only has two dates left, though, so we'll see where she goes or where. You know, I don't know. She only has two dates left with New Japan. Yeah. Does that mean that she's going to she renew? Could she do like the Jericho thing and renew after that, or maybe go to AEW, or maybe, maybe she comes go. back to WWE? I don't know. Maybe she returns after the the WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, or I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna space out her her things and maybe she'll just be there for like the year. 
And this will come back at the next Rumble or something. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Like Either way. 2023 in Japan. But hell yeah, that's cool. Uh, coming up next, we have the Casino Tag Team Rumble match. Battle yeah. Royale. Yes. It was good. It was fun. We started off with the with the Blackpool Combat Club and the Dark Order. Those guys were having a crazy blood feud, so they were fighting to the death. We got a few other cool teams in there. I was surprised no to Aussie Open. Aussie Open was in there. Love them. Hell yeah. Great. What the, hey, those guys from the Jericho Society, uh, Daddy Magic, uh, Matt Menard, and uh, uh, Cool Hand Angelo Parker. Were, what were they called before they were Jericho? Are they 2.0? Yes. I think they're 2.0. Yeah. Are they yes. still uh, called that or they're just whatever? I think, don't think they're called. They they're, no, called they're, I think they dropped that. Yeah, yeah. but they were 2.0. Yeah. Yes, they were. Okay. Okay. And they even had Daniel Garcia with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all baby faces or something. I don't even know what that is. Well, if they're part of Jericho's thing, they're probably heels, I guess. Well, now they are. No, I mean when they were 2.0. Oh, when they oh, were yeah. 2 you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, pre- pre- previously. Yeah, they were happy guys. Hell yeah, happy that's guys. cool. I was, I was trying to figure out who they were, and I was like, I think they're 2.0. But I never heard of them before, so. Anyway, uh, this match, it was a pretty fun match. Uh, we had some good teams. We had Roosh and uh, Princeton Vance. We had the Lucha Brothers. We had the Jericho Society. We even had uh, some guys who weren't even part of it get involved. The uh, the Mark Sterling people, Josh Woods and uh, Davari and Anthony Nice. Anyway, uh, you know this came down to who did it come down to? Uh, who won this match? It was oh Cassidy, oh, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy and, and Dan Housen came out last, and then yeah, it was came down to them and who's the other team it came down to? I forget. Um, oh, Butcher the Blade! Butcher the Blade! Oh, yeah. And you were like, also... "Well, we know the Butcher the Blade aren't going to win this fucking thing." <laughs> like, the Butcher the Blade, come on! The Kingdom too were in the match. Oh yeah, that was cool. Right. It's always good to see Maria. Yes. <laughs> she didn't do the dance thing with Carl Anderson. That gif is timeless, dude. AJ when she's dancing on the ring apron. Carl Anderson and AJ are hypnotized. <laughs> yeah, that shit was good. It was good shit, pals. Good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, so like part of me made me think maybe uh, Orange Cassidy should have lost the title tonight because he was going to win this battle royal, you know? Yeah. It kind of would have made more sense of redemption win than well he already won in the night too. So you're Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it was yeah. I don't know, it's just it's just Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy just felt like they watered down this match. It just felt like too cute. Yeah, it's not like again, I'm an old schooler. I I, I firmly just believe in like the tag division being you know, showcase tag teams. Like you got the butcher and the blade, especially dudes who've been there for a minute. You know, Jarrett, great. You know, Jay Lethal, I love. But it's like, I would just rather see, like, real tag teams. There was oh, no God. surprise entrant. There was yeah, no, there was a, there's no Joker card. Right, like, which you would assume. Um, I saw rumblings about, like, FTR, Sting, and Darby. So I would yeah. have really appreciated a, a surprise. And, yeah, just a more cohesive, like, just 
match, I guess, as far as like the pay-per-view match, which we'll get to later, but. Yeah. And it's like, they really have, I mean, there's tag teams in this. There was tag teams last week, but there's no tag team division. Like Aussie open, they borrowed them, you know, top flights, cool, whatever. Lucha brothers. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. There's no tag team division here. Yeah, it's 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 scarce, but it's not right. Like it's stacked, but I don't know. I just don't know. They just put people but together. It's not giving worth to them. Like it did feel a little bit like I know it's a battle royal, but it felt a little kind of jumbled together, like a like quick assemble, like in a like a rush assembly. Whereas the face of revolution match, there were feuds within the feuds of the face of revolution. Like you knew, okay, these guys are gonna fight each other. Whereas this paddle, the this. Casino battle. Well, I just felt like oh, we're just throwing teams out. Who who's around? It's like pick up basketball. It kind of felt like that a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> oh, okay, you're in. Eh. Oh, and who's then... still here? Aussie's here. Okay, great. Um, you know, now uh, remind me: is Aussie Open wrestled on Dynamite in the last few weeks, or was this? Yeah, they were on Dynamite time? last week. And they were they, on Dynamite. Last they week. were okay. even on Rampage on Friday. Yeah, see, they, so it's not they, like they're uh, a surprise. They've they've you know kind of been around for a bit. So they uh, on Friday they wrestled the Young Bucks. Oh yeah, on Rampage. Okay, yeah, yeah I so watched it. I watched that match. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Actually. Yeah, it was good. It was a good match. And in our main event, oh, you know what? Before that, uh, there was a part that I wanted to talk about. Uh, the the Blackpool Combat Club threw both of the Dark Order guys over the top rope. And then they went under the rope and continued to kick their ass. I thought that was fun. That's why part of me thinks this Texas death match will not be the end of the feud because maybe we're going to get like a multi-man and, mm-hmm. you know, double or nothing's coming up. And that's usually they where the, they do the stadium stampede or the anarchy arena match or some sort of multi-person. Oh, what about you know, the, uh, that cage so match? Maybe they'll do Dark Order and Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. They did they the blood just, and guts. Dark the Order Blackpool versus. versus the Dark Order. Ooh. That would be pretty yeah. We have. Yeah, you have four. You can do four on four. I couldn't name four guys in the Dark Order, though. <laughs> uh, in our main event, we had Brian Danielson coming out, cutting the promo of his life, and saying the F word on TV. Ooh. That was. It was a good promo, you know. You don't you don't always get these fiery promos. Dan O'Brien or Brian Danison, he doesn't always deliver these fire. Like he's not always, you know, the promo guy, you know. Yeah. But this was definitely a good promo, good way to end the show. It's good that they're putting like stuff related to the main event at the end of the show. You know, what I mean, like they could have ended with the battle royal, but they're they're giving you a promo. They're giving you like the promo of his life. Literally, it's like he's fighting for his life in this promo. It's I don't know. It's fucking. It's wild. Like MGF didn't really even do anything. If you think about it, no, he cut him off. He straight, he straight cut him him off. off. He was like, he didn't even let him talk. He just cut the problem. He didn't let him talk. And he's like, you hate me because this, this is. I'm gonna fucking fight you. I was like, yeah. Didn't even need to talk. No, he didn't. And a and a direct reference to the fiance leaving. Like in case you thought it was not real, like just the boom. There you go. Oh, that was really good too. That was really good too, and he said, "I know you're all about pitting shoulders to the mats and banging rats." Oh. <laughs> uh, I popped for that, that one. Real world blurring the lines, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. He's like, you know what? You deserve for your fiance to leave you. <laughs> that was so funny. 
Meanwhile, she's at home painting pictures of CM Punk. Ah, Pepsi <laughs> Phil. There's Pepsi logos in all the pictures. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I don't even care enough about the tag team vision to mention, like, Jared Alifo came out and attacked them, and then the Gun Boys came out, and the Acclaim. It was just, it was just a mess. The Acclaim came out. Yeah, Daddy ass fighting like, Jared. And we got a I just skipped right over that. I'm like, it doesn't even matter. Ugh. Uh, what time is it? All right. Uh, shall we get into the pay per view this this Sunday? Yeah, let's do a rundown, basically, of the card. Hell let's yeah. Do it. I don't have the card. One more tidbit for the night, and then I won't tidbit the world again. But Super Brawl, 97, 98, and 2000 were all at the Count Palace. Ooh. I was at, oh no, I was, at, I was at Super Brawl in Oakland. Ooh. Which was 99, I think. It was one of Ray Mysterio that was last. Oh, oh, man. I was at Bash at the Beach 99 down here. It was oh, pretty shocking. That's, that's not the Rodman. That's the year after Rodman, right? Rodman was. Rodman yeah, I think that was it. Was the uh, it was like the butthole logo at this point? What was the main <laughs> event? What was the main event? Uh, I was Sting. I think it was Sting and Kevin Nash versus like Macho Man and Sid Vicious. Wow! Or maybe oh, yeah, that era. That you remember era. that era? Circling the toilet drain, you know. <laughs> Ninety nine. So close to the end. Yeah, that was definitely the writing was on the wall. I'm looking it up to make Goldberg sure. Goldberg get like Goldberg loses streak to Nash or something, or was that the one? Uh, I think that no, was that Starcade. was a Starcade. Starcade yeah, or like the stun gun or whatever. Like yeah, Scott Hall stunned him. Oh. You guys, Kevin right. Sullivan set the record straight. He said Kevin Nash has been taking the heat for this for 20 years, but what happened was Kevin Nash was the booker, and Hogan had creative control, and Hogan said. I want the title back. So the Nash had to come up with a way to get the title from Goldberg to Hogan the next 24, within 24 hours and not make Goldberg look weak. And wow. they did, they did the stun gun and the finger poke of doom. Terrible. Beginning of the end. I loved it. I love the finger poke of doom is one of my favorite moments in all of wrestling. <laughs> I loved it. it was is that on happened. the same like, night yes. as? Because two NWOs got back together and the, the Wolfpack turned heel. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I'm an NWO traditionalist. <laughs> for life. Oh, yeah. For, 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 for life. <laughs> <laughs> was, was the, now, I'm trying to remember the chronology. Was Finger Porker Doom the same night as Foley uh, winning the title? Was there know. something? Was Ooh. there something because it wasn't just that people tuned over to see Miss Foley Foley's baby boy win? It was that something was screwy was happening on WCW Nitro as well that night. I don't know if it was the finger poker doom or something else. I don't know, but it did it did lose favor with a lot of fans because they promised Hulk Hogan versus Kevin Nash. Okay, and I don't know if it's the same night or not, but I know it did lose a lot of favor with the fans. But I enjoyed it. But I enjoy a good swerve. <laughs> bro, I enjoy a good swerve, bro. <laughs> bro, butts and seats. I don't know. I can't Google all this shit, but I'm trying to figure it out for Pratik. I don't remember if, like, what that night was when Shivani was like, "Yeah, that'll really put butts and seats." Like, I don't know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what was happening. Shivani with show. those sarcastic comments. I appreciate. Uh, that. I can probably find out, but it might take a few minutes. Yeah. 
Maybe we'll tell you guys on the next episode. All you gotta, yeah, do, you guys, all you gotta do is look up the date that he said that, and then look yeah. up the date Nitro results. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I don't think I have the brain power to do that right now. Anyway, uh, AEW <laughs> Revolution live from. Oh wait, this is Panic at the Disco. <laughs> I was googling. I was googling Panic at the Disco earlier because I heard they. That's the full quote from this episode. AEW. Oh wait, this is Panic at the Disco. <laughs> That's the quote. That's the soundbite. Yeah. What I I saw the best meme for them breaking up. I, I don't know if it was like peace at the disco or something like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm on. I could. I could have named one song. I could have named one song. I could sing you a song, but I don't know what it's called. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. Sad because sometimes I'll think a song is a Fall Out Boy song, and it's a. Panic at the Disco song. So that's how, that's how awesome. I think about it. Like, well, don't they do that song High Hopes? Or is that that's uh-huh. you know, I think that's popular. Well, it's the same 12 people that write all the fucking mainstream all music. So it's all going to sound like chords? Five chords in the same thing. You know, like... <clears throat> I'm pissed I can't, I can't find this meme. But something about, like, I don't know. <laughs> So now we'll we'll pocket that for next week. Sure, we will. Um, yeah, that'll put a lot of butts in the seats. Yeah, that'll put a butts on pod. Butts <laughs> ears, ears I used on to. One of my friends used to do a podcast called Butts and Seats, and we would review bad WCW pay per views. Nice. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. All right. Anyway, back to Revolution. AEW Revolution. <laughs> we have Christian Cage taking on Jungle Taker in a no holds barred match. I'm gonna start calling him Jungle Taker after that promo. Jungle Taker. He's digging holes Jungle and taking Taker. souls. Yeah. Is it no hold no holds bar? No holds bar officially on according to Wikipedia. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, it just changed, dude, because it said singles. I refreshed it and it says no holds bar. Oh what? <laughs> Dang, Tony yeah. Khan's making decisions in the middle of the night. He's he's, he's going off Wikipedia. <laughs> Snowman is fucking awake. He's up just doing drugs and making decisions. I like you call him Snowman. Um, I know some people call him Florida Dixie, but I like Snowman. Better. I like Florida Dixie. Oh my god, Florida Dixie is. I, I want it to succeed, though. I don't want. I don't want. I feel like saying Florida Dixie is going to manifest. You know, I heard somebody online say Tony Khan's the original cocaine bear. <laughs> cocaine boss. I saw a meme. <laughs> Nice. Voted, voted by Wrestling Observer Live, Cocaine Boss. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine Boss. We love you, Tony. Where's his graphic? Don't get upset. Hey, we love Booker you. of the Year FTR for three years in a row. Booker of the Year for Booker of the Year for three years in a row. Yeah. Thank you, Tony Khan. I want to have a drink with Tony Khan. That's on my bucket list. Just like one White Claw. <laughs> Just one. You know? Just one. And you try to ask him a question. He's like, I can't. I can't speak. I can't. <laughs> So Jungle Boy, uh, I think Jungle Boy is going to win this match. He has to win. He's gonna he has to, man. He has to go over. He He's needs lost to win. so many yeah, times. This, is... this feud has been going on for a minute now, too, right? Yeah. Wasn't Christian injured or something? Or like, I feel like that. Yeah, yeah that I feel like be. he's injured a lot these days because he's an old dude. Yeah, he's fucking washed, man. Like, 
I don't know. In the nicest way possible. Change his intro from outwork, out injure everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Out injure everyone. I what still remember it? when he when he came back. It was like wasn't it Kazarian who was like, "Oh, you, you say you're out working everybody, but you haven't you haven't wrestled a match yet." Uh, I hear Monday nights you're free now or something. It was something like where you're not doing anything Monday nights. And it was yeah, like, yeah. Good little good little return. And again, they they obviously have a history, so it made sense to to kick it off. That, but, that was great. I yeah. did enjoy that. I will I will admit. It, it was enjoyable. I just, I just feel like Christian really hasn't done any big money. I mean, yeah, he had the well, he did have the he had the main event with Kenny Omega at All Out uh, twenty twenty one the, the the CM Punk debut All Out. Um, but other than that, he really hasn't had any big big matches with this company. So I feel like this is hopefully this program, hopefully this no holds barred match. At least he can elevate a talent. You know, that's really you know we we don't expect him to win the title much. It, it, if anything, just you know keep elevating new talent, work with some guys and just get them over, you know, and hopefully that happens. I'm, I, I, I want to see good things from Jack. I think he needs a good win right now. So hopefully. hopefully yeah, he, he does. Do he does. Yeah. I mean, he got that win on Luchasaurus, but yes, in this, in this particular match or, you know, feud. Yeah. He's got to yes. go over. He has to. Black Luchasaurus. <laughs> Black Luchasaurus. Where's he been? Is he hurt? Oh, I'd imagine he's hurt. I think, I was just thinking the same thing. I think he is. He's another one where he could be like a top star, and I just feel like he's been getting hurt quite a bit during this uh, these last few years. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, just, yeah you're real right. Yeah, big dudes. But the question is, where the fuck is Miro? Where is Miro? <laughs> the redeem- I want to know. <laughs> he's redeeming somewhere. Redeeming somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we have a six man tag for the AEW uh, trios championships. We have the Elite taking on the House of Black, which is going to be just a phenomenal match. These guys are just, it's going to be really good. I'm just super excited about this match. Action it's going to be biased for a while. Yeah, the Elite's going to win, though, hands down. You think? Yeah, they just became champions, and they got them taken yeah. away from them. Premature. Yeah, V-Trigger versus V-Trigger, because Buddy Matthews does, like, the great value V-Trigger. No, so that'll be cool. Yeah. You that'll know. be cool. Yeah, I feel like the elite's gonna hold these titles for a long, long time because Tony Khan needs to make it up to them for taking it away. Mm. I mean, yeah, like I, I think they deserve a longer. It's been hot shotted too much this this title, so give somebody a long run. Let let the money is in the chase, um, and I'm sure there's a way with House of Black. You can make House of Black look strong, or or maybe this is not the end of the feud. Maybe they, this is the start of a program. You know? Yeah, so I mean, maybe, it possibly could be a longer thing. Man, yeah, I would. I would love to see that. You know, I could see them going back and forth. Maybe not a best of seven, but you know, give them a program. Give them a best of yeah. like thirty-four. Best of <laughs> best of three hundred sixty-five. Like, what if <laughs> what if you? I don't think that's been done in wrestling. Like, somebody wrestles the same opponent three hundred all all year. Like, that would be wild. You know, I would. I would say if that's been done. It was the days that like Punk and Cabana would just go from indie to indie together and just wrestling each other. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because like those televised. I'm thinking like a televised best of three. Oh yeah, probably not televised. And they weren't really in conjunction with each other because it was like a different indie every night. You know, promote. Yeah, Yeah. just doing it. Yeah. But for them, for them too, though, they would wrestle all year probably. 
You that chose be cool. If they filmed sure. it. That would It'd be, be cool. a good documentary. So. Yeah, it would. Uh, so, what do you guys? Who do you guys pick to take out? To take this one to walk out trios champions. I think it's going to be. I don't want it to be elite, but it's probably going to be elite. I know it's going to. Yeah, elite. Elite's like a safe bet, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate seeing uh, House of Black go over. But yeah, I feel like we'll probably see an elite victory. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun though. It'll be a really good match. Uh, we have a triple threat match for the AEW Women's World Title. We have Jamie Hayter, we have Soraya, and we have Ruby Soho. Uh, this is definitely going to be Soraya winning the title. No. Yes, yes. They, Get out of here. Yeah. I think there's, too many, there's too many outside forces, too many shenanigans that can happen. I feel like it's going to stay. You think Jamie Hayter? What about you? You think Jamie Hayter too, Xavier? Yeah, I, I figured haters walking in and out with the. Uh, I could see it. I could see it happening with a lot of shenanigans, but I could also see, uh, you know, Snowman giving it to his favorite woman wrestler of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't see Paige as like. Uh, I don't see her as like a like a fighting champion, right? And just yeah. health-wise, and and I don't know if that's the best like face for the women's division, like. I don't know. She'd be, around more, than, she'd be around more than Thunder Rosa. Ooh. Yeah, poor Thunder. <laughs> that sucks. Her Thunder and, went out. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, Thunder Rosa is commentating in Spanish, right? She's Oh, is she? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I she's taking backstage yeah. stuff, which is kind of scary, though, right? Like, yeah, happened? because then it's like, are you? Is she going to stay that way? It's, was it a concussion or something? What was the injury? Now? I don't back know. Injury. It was a back injury. Yeah. Oh, back injury. yeah. Those are. But then it was like it was like worse than they thought originally. Yes. So yeah. Maybe, maybe they... so. If she has to retire, you know, it's a good for the transition into something else. Ah, it's just so scary. Just even yeah, hearing R word, dude. Like, ah. Uh... And she was like on a, such a roll too. She had so much. It was a. Oh my god! Yeah. He was crushing um, it. Yeah. So and the way she came up because I, you know, I used to because she's from around here. She, and, and, oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, so I used to watch her when she was just a valet before she was even in the ring at BTW, no right? So I see her do that, and then she starts wrestling, and then you see her kind of on the indies a little bit. I was friends with her on Facebook, so you can see her like doing stuff on the indies, and then all of a sudden she's in the NWA, and then she's NWA champion, and then she's mm-hmm. in AEW, and then she's AEW champion, and she was just she was doing incredible stuff. Yeah, she was white hot. She's great talent too. Fast it's, rise. It's really, it's really unfortunate. And the injury, and then the rumors, allegations, all that stuff of stiff and all that. At a time when AEW had enough backstage drama, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it though. Like, not, not like you know, sandbagging people, but like, like a hardcore Holly, like get in the ring and get your shit done. You know, like I'm with her, especially you know she's working with Marina Shafir, and you know she can wrestle, you know circles around her so i could see that should you be hurting your opponent no but being a little stiff isn't the worst yeah Yeah. stiff i don't have a problem with but it's when it's like we're gonna we're not gonna do business properly and we're gonna start taking too many liberties that's where i I think i can i can see where people would be concerned especially nowadays with what we know about injuries you know but yeah yeah. that's a fine line I just I still remember when Edge and Matt Hardy had the whole thing, love triangle thing, and like Vince sat him down before I think their big match, and was just like, "You gotta, you guys gotta work it out now. If you need to fight, go fight in the locker room, but don't, don't take liberties with each other in the ring." You know, he just 
business. You want to protect the business and just the business of like what we do. So, or what, what they do, what the industry is. So I do think there's something to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, we have Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks with the Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside. We talked about this earlier. Uh, I think particularly was you that said somebody is going to interfere, right? So, I feel like I someone's going to interfere. I would love to see the big show get involved. I, I mean, it gives him something to do. Where's he been? You know, I know he was injured or something. You know, and I could see Jericho and show Jericho was, was a great tag team when it was around. And I could see that if that helps revitalize the tag team, or maybe that becomes a thing for the trios, maybe that's the next opponents for the elite is Jericho plus Garcia or somebody. I don't know. Um, yeah. Or is this a way to do some shenanigans? So Starks can keep fighting, you know, does this give, you know, do you want to give Starks, you know, beating Jericho is a big win. Are, is Starks ready for it? Does he need it? Yes. Do we want to see it right now or do we let it go for another pay-per-view? Do we let it go for another dynamite? What do we do? Do we, do we want this feud to end, you know, like, or do we want it to maybe do like a more hardcore thing or do, do, do we go to a lights out match or something, you know, what's <laughs> going to happen? So, oh, I say they um, do a mimosa match. A mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Maybe it's like a, a champagne rock match, like a, like a boulder <laughs> champagne match. Because like a mimosa is because of orange juice and champagne. So like what's, what's like a boulder, like what's a Starks, what's he known as, you know? Pebble. Um, the pebble. The pebble. Yeah. pebble. What if, hear me out, what if uh, somebody like a new member, right? Like what if somebody de facto kind of like a face, right, comes out to like help Ricky Starks or something and then turns on him and then joins like the, you know, Jericho Appreciation Society. Who is it? I don't know. But that's, you know, just throwing it out there. You never know, but I don't I know. know. He's been training with action. That would be a that would be oh, wild turn. Yes, action sure. turns. Oh, that's After... the only one who could really turn right now is Action Andrade. Yeah, that would be beats Jericho and then he turns so that maybe he's like, I don't want you to get the. I got the win, and uh, yeah, so this is my yeah. fucking time. Yeah, dude, you had your shot. You know, interesting. Yeah. And then they face each other. Then you have a fresh opponent for Starks. That right? would be a really good feud. I would really like that actually. That would, but action is such like a just baby face, right? Like, yeah, he is, is he getting like, baby face reactions or just super likable and underdog. He's a very likable underdog, but the fans but, are behind him. But the Hulk Hogan effect, maybe you bring him in and then you fucking break their hearts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's so, nobody else that's close enough to Ricky Starks that could turn heel. Yeah, that's true. Betray, yeah, just you know. He, he needs a betrayal or he needs a win, but he needs some, there needs to be stakes on this. Yeah. Match, you know? you're right. so, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll be cool. I, I say It'll Ricky be... Starks for the win. Yeah. Ricky Starks will go over for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll be the, I'll be the uh, other side and I'll say shenanigans or some betrayal. <laughs> uh, we have a match with the AEW TNT championship. Samoa Joe defends against Wardlow. Uh, this is definitely the recrowning for Wardlow. Probably, yeah. Especially because we know we have we have Powerhouse Hobbs uh, waiting in the wings. Ah, yeah, we have Hobbs in the wings, but that's that's even more why I want Joe. I know Wardlow probably you know deserves the crowning, but part of me wants to see Joe 
keep that title going for a while, keep that chase for a while. I think yeah. TNT has been hot shot way too much. I kind of want Joe to keep going. I kind of want to see Hobbs and Joe go at it. So yeah, I do want to see Joe retain it. I do agree. They might drag. You know, seeing how they've handled Wardlow over the past what maybe year and a half, two years. You know the way they've kind of drawn that whole story out. I I don't doubt them dragging this out, or at least like the redemption story, right? Or you know whatever. So I, I could see Joe going over honestly, and then you know Wardlow either keeps going or just you know figure something out. Man, that that, that hair was the last connection he had to his triple threat with Hobbs later or something i don't know but yeah i was like the the hair was the connection he had to his dad uh, cut it off i missed that whole promo i just heard eric bischoff or somebody talking shit about it or cornet and i was like i don't even remember that so <laughs> even though his dad had long hair and so he grew long hair out to honor his dad and joe joe knew that and that's why he cut my ponytail off okay okay so uh, he has to win, man. He's doing. He's fighting for his dead dad. That's, <laughs> that's compelling. He's fighting for his lost ponytail. What's his dad's name? I don't know. Fucking Wardlow Senior. I just want to hear Joe the way he used to do. Oh, Wendy. I want to go. <laughs> oh, oh Wardlow's dad. Wardlow. <laughs> Scissor me, Daddy Wardlow. Daddy Wardlow. Daddy Wardlow. Wardlow is his real Shut up, Excalibur. What's up, Taz? <laughs> That's his real last name, Wardlow. No, it isn't. I think it is. Oh, my God. I need to look that up right now. His name is Michael be. Austin Wardlow. Wow. <laughs> Wardlow. He's like a regular Goldberg. Or, yeah, like that. That's a man. Yeah, that's one of the few. Like, whoa, that's his real name. Like, goddamn, Wardlow. You can't make and that his face name up. Looks like a Wardlow. Like, if you like that, that that is the best like pairing of a name since maybe Goldberg. It's like a So, wait, who do we pick? I pick Wardlow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Joe just to mix it. Yeah, up. I'm, I'm thinking Joe goes over. I'd I'd prefer to see Joe go over. We talked about this one earlier. This is a tough one. The Texas Death Match: John Moxley and Hangman Adam Page. I I think I think Adam Page is in a no lose situation. I think Adam Page has to win. He needs the win. Yeah, and Moxley's bulletproof at this point. Yeah, Moxley can take the you know can take the loss. Especially if he'll if he'll go chill for a little bit, he deserves some time. If he's off, going to but... chill, or maybe this is a way for Adam gets the uh, Adam gets the win, and then Dark Order feels like, yeah, we beat them, and then that leads to maybe that four and four down the road or something. You know, you put put this feud away for a bit, give Adam something somebody else to work, and then they come back. Moxie comes back, and then BCC gets reunited, and they they take him on the Dark Order at some point. But yeah, I I think. There should be a. I think we should get a clean win. We don't need another schmoz finish on this. Just clean win. Whoever gets. Yeah, we're gonna get a lot of smudge finishes as it is. Probably. Not a clean win. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a bloody win. Let's call it that. <laughs> Nothing clean. Bloody about finish. It. Who's gonna bleed first? Yeah. Yeah, probably Moxley. You no know DraftKings should do the amount of blood. They should. There should yeah. be a, <laughs> one the amount of blood. a little blood meter in the corner. 
Oh, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> oh, and you know the replay of the match. You know how like certain wrestling matches have gotten like fight meet, like video game meters. Like there's gonna be a health. There needs to be a health meter off for this match at the end. <laughs> That'd be cool. A blood blood meter. Blood meter sponsored by V8. <laughs> <laughs> They're all walking like turned, all leaning. <laughs> Uh, we have a this match for the AEW World Tag Team Titles as a fatal four-way match. Uh, the only teams they can scrape together. Uh, the champions is the Gun Club, Austin and, and uh, Colton Gun, defending against the acclaimed Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. <sighs> Does the acclaimed take the belts home? Do they, do they, do they win them back? Part of me thinks because it's a because and it's not single elimination, right? Just straight up whoever gets the first spin. I believe so. I believe it's not elimination. So it's probably it's going to be one of the other two teams, so that acclaimed and guns look strong, and you know. Yeah, I can see. I I think I really think the guns are going to walk out. They just won the titles. They just won the titles. It makes sense. They're going to steal it. They're going to find a way to steal it. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe Daddy Ass turns again. I doubt yeah, it. Though. We're still waiting for we're still waiting for Billy to turn heel. Yeah, the teases are there. I don't know if we'll go down that well again, but he I feel to like it's too until, messy to do it. He has to wait until thumbs heal up. <laughs> <laughs> My musician ears missed that. Mm. I didn't hear that. I saw the thumb though. So oh I'm yeah, so he has to wait until his thumbs heal. <laughs> yeah, Yo, Billy. Thumb. Yo, Billy. Kip soft, everybody. <laughs> Cute Kip. Cute Kip. B.A. <laughs> B.A. B.A. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think the Gun Club, it'll be, I don't know. These The, the tag team division just doesn't feel strong like it used to in this in this company. No, I'm, I'm really let but I down. I think having the Gun Club have the titles for a while, then you can have, like, you know, Keith Lee and Dustin Challenge for them. You can have some of the face teams challenge you know like i think that having a heel for a longer period of time gives other faces a chance to you know you you could bring back ftr and and fight them that way yeah yeah unless unless they're going back home yeah unless they're going to new york but you know i honestly i was thinking about it and i don't think uh dax hardwood would have started a podcast if he knew he was going to go back to wwe because he just started that podcast yeah yeah, I don't know. Do they have? Do they let them do podcasts and stuff again? I mean, not really. Regal ended his, but that could have been by choice. Oh shit! I think that was by choice. A yeah, that could have been. Because he's older them. and he's busy. Yeah. How long did Regal's last? Like maybe not even a year. Because he even, also a, maybe a, maybe a year. Yeah. Because like, yeah. Regal, if you guys remember, he he debuted last Revolution. If you think yes. About it. Yeah. Oh, wow. They yeah, rebranded. Kind of become like a like a debut kind of pay per view. So, do you think anyone's going to debut? You think there's I hope debut? so. Maybe maybe a Jay White. Maybe I don't know. Maybe there'll be some New Japan presence. That'd be cool uh, to see some interesting people. You know, start teasing for Forbidden Door. Oh yeah, I think that's a prospected June. 23rd, 24th, don't quote me, but I think there's a prospective date for it. So that's exciting. They said, is it going to be in US or is it going to be in Japan? My friend jokingly said it was going to be at Tokyo Dome or Curricane Hall or something, but I don't know. 
That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Big stretch, but it'd, it'd be cool. Also, like fantasy booking, like you get like Mercedes and stuff oh. that way. Yes, get Mercedes. I mean, that would be a money match. You want to sell some ticks. You want to put some butts in seats. Mercedes and Soraya. Or Mercedes and Britt Baker. Britt Baker, oh my god. Yeah, you don't it doesn't have to be Soraya, you know. That would be Yeah, I don't Yeah, no, not Soraya. (laughs) Yeah. Not after what happened last time. Oh god. But I think there is but they they did interview Paige Soraya and I think right before she debuted and she was like, Oh, I do want to I have unfinished business with Sasha AK Mercedes. This is before both this is before they both debuted like uh, in their respective different companies. There was something about, because like, and I, no, 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 excuse me. This was an interview done right after Paige debuted at, um, uh, uh, grand slam. And she said that I texted the first person I texted was Sasha because she didn't want Sasha to hold on to the guilt of, I ended her career. You know? wow. That's cool. So I do think there's some excitement in between at least the two of them, you know, to, but I'd like to see it as well. You know, there's a way to do it safely. You know, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. It, could, it could work. I, I, I'm I, calling it now. I think we'll see uh, Mercedes Monet and Mickey James at the New Japan Impact Ooh. Super Show. Ooh. Oh, I think, I think I think that's on the horizon. That'd be good. That'd, that'd be really awesome. good. That would be so sick. Yeah, I mean, they're both, they're both the champions. Yes, dude. So the title versus well. title. Yeah. Or just, probably, just, it'll probably be non-title. Yeah, it'll probably just be like, uh, what's it called? Gr- like not the Survivor match, Series. But... They used to do a Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those aren't for titles. They're just bragging rights. Yeah, yeah, like bragging rights. It'll be a cool show. But when oh, when is this is this event happening? Is this happening WrestleMania weekend? Yeah, yeah March thirtieth. Yeah. yeah, March thirtieth on Fight TV. Maybe so that'll be go to that. Yeah, maybe that'll be a good one. Bloodsport is fixing to look awesome. Insane lineup. Wow. Insane. GCW is probably gonna have a good show. Uh, They're gonna have a couple good. Yeah, they're gonna crush it. It's gonna be a good weekend, man. Good weekend of wrestling. I'm gonna be sick of. (laughs) You'll. I'll be like, my eyes will be just red, and I'll be like, oh yeah. So this is the last wrestling I'm watching for a month. But yeah, okay, here we go. (laughs) That was awesome. This light tube, this this chemical from the light tube went in my face. Ah, I'm done. I gotta tap out eventually. It's a lot of wrestling, man. I mean, they're gonna take a break from wrestling, or my girlfriend's gonna break up with me. Two of those, <laughs> one of those things. After that much wrestling, Oof. let's hope it's the the break, taking a break. <laughs> yeah, not the other thing. No, I not the uh, not the latter, not the latter. <laughs> break one or break two? Okay. All right. So, do we think guns? I think guns. I think guns. There's chase. There's money in the chase. Yeah. I think yeah. having them stay champion allows for. Some of these other teams that have fallen by the wayside to get in there maybe have a shot. So I, I kind of like having guns. And uh, the reason why uh, the ladder match was taken off the pay per view is because this match will be taken up one third of the pay per view. Actually, probably less because it's maybe four hours. Uh, but this match is going to be taken up one hour, 60 minute Iron Man match. Brian Danielson challenges MJF for the title. That's it. It'll definitely be I a can't good remember the last match. time I saw an Iron Man match. Well, wow, 60 minutes. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, was, contenders, for sure. Was Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, 
Was there Iron Man match an hour? No. It might have been. I think it was it like might have been. I, I can't I can't place it though. I'll, I'll Google it, but I'm pretty sure it was Unforgiven. I feel like yeah. Triple H and The Rock had Iron Man match at some point. Yeah, that was like 2000. In the early 2000s. Oh, Judgment yeah. Day. Judgment Day. I yeah. feel like that Brock was an American Lesnar Badass debuted. Yes. Yes. Good old Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. I know. TNA always had like thirty minute Iron Man matches. Yeah, TNA never did a sixty minute one. I feel like the last one might be the Kurt Angle Lesnar uh, SmackDown one. That was on. I love that. that was one. I need to yeah, go back and watch that. I might watch that before Sunday, just as a as a, as a precursor. Oh yeah, it was sixty minute Iron Man match, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar, and then the Kurt Angle Benoit match was only thirty minutes. Ooh, wow! Submission match too. You can only win by submission. Oh, submission match. Oh, was that then Backlash two thousand one? Yes, Backlash two thousand one. You are correct. As soon as you said submission, I'm like, wait, that's because they were fighting around X seven because they had that nice little program. Uh, and then that was again. Case... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just, but... I mean, it was just a quick thing of like, both of them had had titles and you had nothing that really, they weren't like in, in contention for anything. They were going to be left off the pay-per-view. It's like, yeah, why not put them together for a program? It was, it was perfect. It was a way to keep them strong, keep people interested in them, give them a big money match. You know, I just feel like nowadays you see a lot of, whether it's WWE, AEW, whatever, or, or Impact, whatever, where they lose a title and they just kind of go away. And it's like, no, you could, isn't there a singles feud you could plug them into or something? You know, there's, it's not just about losing titles. It's about like, what are you doing with the rest of the card? You know? Yep. I was going to say, just Ugh. in case anybody's wondering, uh, the Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar Iron Man match was on SmackDown September 18th, 2004. 2003. 2003, I'm sorry. Three. September 18th, 2003. On the cock. Apparently, uh, Triple H and Crispin Wall had a Monday Night Raw Iron Man match. Was it an hour? I think. I'm going to have to look those two up. Triple H, Ben Wall, and Raw. I'm looking at ranking seven Iron Man matches. But it doesn't say if they were all in Man, we should have done that list. for the We could have done an Iron Man match. <laughs> one day we'll do it. We'll never <laughs> say day. that. We'll watch yeah, them the all. Iron Man The Iron Man episode. Oh, Kurt Angle and <laughs> Kurt Angle and uh, Shawn Michaels had an Iron Man match on a Monday Night Raw. Oh, Jesus! In two thousand five. Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah, didn't know that at all. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, there's been quite a few. Anyway, anyway, so uh, this would be a really good match. But I don't think there's any way MGF loses the belt this soon. Nah. Nah. It's not happening. Nah. Danielson, I don't think, wants the title and everything that comes with it. He's just having fun, you know? Oh, yeah. He's He's having having fun. fun. He's elevating. This is a good, this is a good, like, big money match for Danielson. I mean, we've we've gotten this. To me, he won just the way he has been carrying himself these last weeks all these great pay-per-view quality matches leading up to this match like to me this is the story of brown danison like he's he's doing so much great work for aw delivering match after match after match and i think this is his this is his payout um you know i don't think he's gonna yeah you're right he's probably not gonna win there'll probably be some 
some probably shenanigan or something's going to happen. Does this end their feud or do, does it keep going that I, that I don't know, but you know, an Iron Man match, like, you know, where do you go from there? That's the only thing. Yeah. So it'll be uh, interesting. Or is, is, is Daniel Bryan going away for a bit? Maybe this is what that is. Like this is the kiss off. Like does, does MJF quote unquote, cause there was a line in, it was in the promo package. Um, I don't know which dynamite this was said, but he was like, I'm so pissed that you came back. And it's like, is he trying to put him away? Is he trying to retire him? So is there, is there going to be like, you know, something where there's a chair angle or a concussion angle or, uh, you know, because they've been highlighting that so much. I hate you. and I want to end you. And, you know, so does some, do they write Daniel Bryan off or something, you know, and that's a great way to give more heel heat. If, if MJF wants to be the heel, the top heel, the, the the rain that lasts longer than Bruno San Martino, maybe he needs to put Daniel Bryan away. You know, so maybe yeah, something like I that. I mean, yes, yeah, I'm on a vacation. That'd be cool. Yeah, you're onto something. You're onto something. He, yeah, might just, you know, the, it's the people's, you know, theoretically like champion, quote unquote, right? Like I feel like, you know, Danielson is so just purely over with the crowd, right? So again, suck them in, break their heart, send them home. And they're gonna tune in on fucking Wednesday, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, it, it's gonna be a, a a good match, and yeah, MJF's probably going home champion. And then, yeah. uh, Pratik, you said how you know he's he's not gonna win this match, but you know how many incredible wins did he have going into this match? You know, oh. dream match after dream match after dream match. Yeah. Oh, so many great wins. Yeah, this has been a great showcase for him. It yeah, really has it, been. Yeah, this, this it's done really well. Had. Keeping MJF off, uh, not off the screen, but out of the ring, right? Essentially, like as far as you know, I think what he had that to catch to match. They just right. they, they've been doing a really good job of, uh, you know, keeping us wanting more and just keeping things interesting, you know. And then, then and yeah. again, like like the, the title holder shouldn't be wrestling every week. It should be an attraction. It should be a treat. You're not. Gonna going to see him Jeff wrestle every and I think you, you like I felt like with some of the other champions they've had they've been fighting every week and it's like you don't have to it can be special you don't yeah it's a lost art I don't need to see you every week you know defending it do I love a fighting champion sure but there's different levels right you know TNT there you go every night every week let's go open challenge like you know yeah. but yeah the world title I don't need to see you every week Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited for Revolution, you guys. And it's going to be on a Sunday, so you know it's a big pay-per-view. Right? It's about time. I think this is the first pay-per-view all year that's on a Sunday. Like, well, wow. they do. Well, this is the first pay-per-view all year, period. But, like... <laughs> but I'm saying they, in general wrestling this year. Oh, this yeah. Year. No, you're right about I that. I think there's been a wrestling pay-per-view on Sunday this this whole year. I, I feel like I feel like AEW puts their minor pay-per-views on Saturdays and their major pay-per-views on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, and also, depending on what... I, I know there have been a few times where they changed to Saturday or Sunday based on UFC fights or some of their boxing or whatever. That makes comments. sense. They didn't want to compete. You know, Tony's smart. I got lucky because something came up for me on Saturday and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna miss Revolution, but it ended up being on Sunday, so that was good for me. It's on Sunday, so it should be a good time. Hell yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, on that note, you want to wrap up? You want to plug your social media? Sure. Uh, I think we lost Xavier though. I, I'm sure he'll be back. Well, if not, then we'll, we know where to find him. 
we know where to find <laughs> Smash that link tree for Xavier. Uh, support everybody. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, Pratik, at Pratik Comedy on Instagram, uh, I'm going to be having a lot more videos and stuff up, so keep following me on Instagram. Website, PratikComedy.com, P-R-A-T-E-E K. You can find links to this podcast, uh, Neurotic by Nature, the web series. New episodes are coming back. I got tour dates coming up all over March and April. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. Uh, if you're in LA, comedy and English every Tuesday and Saturday, uh, I will be at WrestleMania. So come check me out out in LA. Yeah. Hey, uh, since we got a few minutes, since uh, Xavier's not here, we'll talk about comedy for a minute. Uh, would yeah. you like? Is, I think it'd be really cool to do like a wrestling themed comedy show. Would you do something like that? WrestleMania. I would love to do something like that. I mean, I went to Dolph Ziggler's or excuse me, Ryan. Brian Nemeth and Nick Nemeth's thing at the Comedy Store, and I believe they're doing another one this year on the 30, oh. the 30th Thursday. So there'll be another. I would love to perform on those type of shows. I'd love to do. We did, me and Kevin Callum, who's another great comic, he writes for Sports Kita. We did one after the AEW um, uh, Win Trust. Uh, it was the one where MJF and Punk fought. I think it was like a Dynamite or something. We did like an after show comedy show. We had a bunch of people from. Um, uh, AEW. He's back, everybody. Oh, Sorry, In- internet went Praise out. the Lord, we're back. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. On my phone now. But... Oh, good. You Sorry. came back just in time to plug your social media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I miss? Though? What did I come back into? <laughs> uh, uh, I plugged my stuff when we were talking about comedy, like yeah, we're talking about wrestling comedy. Because he's gonna be at WrestleMania weekend, so I was asking about like wrestling related comedy shows. I would oh. love to do a comedy show that weekend. We're looking at we're we're trying to see if we can make it work. Yeah, yeah you should do some dates, man. I, I love how you'd like do that, especially like when you went to San Antonio. You should oh, yeah. should do some shows. Are there shows happening that you know of? There's there's a uh, Ryan Nemeth and uh, Nick Nemeth, aka Dolph Ziggler, are doing something at the Comedy Store on the thirtieth, the night before. Oh, at the store! Wow, store. So that'll be good. Um, I'm gonna try to watch that for sure. Uh, I just Uh, I like seeing wrestlers. I think it's a good. It's a. It's an extension of the art form. They 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 know how to talk, you know, and they're not the first ones. Roddy Piper's name is etched into the comedy story. He used to go there quite a bit, so they would be in good company. Um, yeah, I think I think we also need to do this. We we could do a live version of this. I think this would be great too. We could do I, that'd be fun. That's, yeah, we that's have some stand up. You know, Xavier, you could play a little songs. You know, and then we talk. Do some acapella, cover some wrestling songs. Oh my god! Yeah, that'd yeah. Be great. that would be yeah. sick. We'll give you a kazoo. You could do Edge of Christian's music. <laughs> yeah. You think you know me? You think you know me? <laughs> <laughs> That was genius. That was genius. <laughs> Where can we find you, Xavier? All right, let's put a bow on this one. You can find me on Instagram at Lord Xavier. You can find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. Smash the link tree. Listen to some music. Listen to this podcast. Pick up some merchandise if you'd like to. And thank you all for being here. Happy Revolution Week. Hell yeah. You can find me at Funky Sam Medina across the board. And go buy some virtual mine too. I I think it's a good idea. Yeah, (laughs) pick up some threads, man. Support merch. Hell yeah. Yes. Merch illusion. Merch illusion. Hell yeah. Merch illusion weekend. (laughs) 